Hello, everybody. Welcome to Standard Definition, the podcast where we talk about video games and whatever else we feel like. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deering, and alongside me tonight is Colonel Panic himself, Joe Wilson. Hiya. Good to be back in the very similar seat. It's a little bit. It's true. It's fair. <laughs> it's fair. You're, you're actually next to me now instead of below me. I feel, below me? I feel closer. You do. I do. Aww. I can, I can, I can, I can touch you. <clears throat> Oh, uh, you guys! You guys need a moment. You guys need a moment. Wait, where's my hand? I can't. Well, my <laughs> you know what would have been really? What would have been really creepy on stream if I just went like this and I just saw the hand creep into your screen? <laughs> so, no joke. I thought about doing this when when we were on Mixer and FTL was a thing and like like co-streaming was a real thing. I wanted to have a high five button. Yeah. So when I'm co-streaming, I could like push a button that would be where my hand is that would looks like I'm giving someone a high and like maybe have like a graphic or something so it looks like a high five was happening uh, with whoever I was co-streaming with. But uh, obviously that's dead. So. Uh, rip Mixer. Mixer was fun. Rip. Mixer was I fun. It. it was fun. And the more that I experienced other things, the more that I'm like, I wish some of the Mixer features would have made it into the wild. Yeah. Like co-streaming. Oh, well. I never... I never, messed, I never messed with Mixer. Um, I, I I did the research and uh, when I was when I was joining up then to get ready to start streaming, I, I did the research and stuff, and I just and um and I heard that Mixer was was still too new and so like it was still going through some things. Not not like in a negative way. It was just still new, and and uh, at the time it was a lot easier to get started on Twitch, but now it's starting to seem like it's a lot easier to get started on YouTube now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that voice you hear is uh, the PC Muscle Race, Leron Dawkins. Hello. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hi, Leron. I'm glad you're here. How it goes? Oh, thanks. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm glad. I'm glad everybody's here watching uh, us instead of you know the the big game. Can't say the the words because we don't have express written per- permission from the NFL, so we have to say the big game. Uh, wait, wait, wait! That's that's a that's a thing. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Between the Kansas City football team and the Tampa Bay football team. <laughs> mm. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really care about either team. I I don't just don't care. So I'm recording a podcast instead, and I found two people who don't care either. <laughs> yep. Yes. yes. Except Leron might have it on his giant forty. 75 inch tv above him so no i was i was too lazy to hook up the hd antenna oh man so uh okay so since this is kind of like a side thing people might not know you guys of course they probably know you guys but joe i know you're doing something new you're doing the facebook streaming thing yeah uh what is it so uh when the whole like pandemic thing started and we started working remotely i hate saying the word pandemic it's like automatically like hey i gotta talk about this downer thing for a little bit mm-hmm. uh but when we, that started we started working from home me and a, a co-worker basically started ending our days with playing like one war zone call of duty match um at the end of the day just like unwind be like the last like 30 minutes of our day that 30 minutes moved to like right around lunchtime and then it's like well, right, well, as soon as we get our work done type of thing. Uh, so <laughs> we started playing college. And then it's like a pickup thing that's like my one friend saw that I was online. So he joined. And then 
his friends saw that he was online most of the day, so they joined. So anyway, there's now like four of us that were playing Call of Duty most of the day. And we're like, we should just stream this. Like we we started like getting a good camaraderie with one another. So we started streaming together. Uh, we're all dads, so we call ourselves the Angry Dad Streaming or ADS because we're playing shooters. So it's like a little <laughs> get it. Nice. It's a good thing. It's a, I'm not nice. gonna lie, that's a good one. I I will say that I there's a. He's like basically the heel of the group. My one friend that we always pick on, uh, he came up with it, and I was like, "Did Corey just come up with a good idea on the first go?" He was like, "How about ADS?" Not me, by the way. I was like, "Oh no, not sorry, but two two Corys." Uh, and uh, so anyway, we started streaming it uh, about two weeks ago. I think is when we started like the actual group. So we're working to get content out there, but it's been a fun journey. It's a it's kind of neat to figure out how to create content from the stuff we're streaming since we're all streaming at the same time there's basically four streams on our page when we go live Damn. uh trying to really edit all that together is a, is a challenge but we decided to go with facebook just because of accessibility and we could stream we can basically cross stream to the same page all at once which was one of the only venues that we could do that and it seemed important to us that we all kind of had like an equal part in the page mm-hmm. uh so if you're interested facebook.com slash angry dads streaming uh, and check it'll us out it'll be in the show notes promise. it'll be in the show notes the classic uh it's a good time <laughs> we're we're uh pumping out a lot of content each week again there's four people contributing <laughs> so it's really easy to keep the page active but it's fun nice i checked it out the other day and joe didn't respond to my messages i didn't so the one thing when I'm so for me for us to go live on the same page, I have to stream on my page and then cross post to the main page. The downside to that is that I have a chat for the one on my page, a chat for the one on the main page, and then mm-hmm. a chat that's like the the featured page that I have. So there's three chats I have to watch at one mm-hmm. time, and I haven't found out a good solution yet. And I'm so sorry because mm-hmm. I saw it as soon as I ended, and I was like, no, I missed the chat. Sounds like you need a 49 inch super wide, super ultra wide monitor. <laughs> I have three 27 inch monitors in front of me. Oh, you should be good. I have no excuse yeah. other than just <laughs> ignorance. No, 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 no. It's 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 everybody's struggle as a streamer. Like you, you have a hard time like like maintaining an eye on the ch- on the chat on the stream so, chat. Like like I'm is. getting better at it. It's hard. It's tough. And like I, I'm thinking about getting just a, a monitor that rotates, so I can just have the stream up on one of the monitor or the the chat up on one of the monitors, and that, and then just you know turn it and oh, there's a big screen right here with people talking on it. I should probably check that out. One of one of the things I've actually thought about doing is um I have a I have a Samsung uh, uh, Tab S5e, and I've thought about getting a getting a little stand for it. And actually turning that on and putting that putting that on live Twitch, so I could mm-hmm. so I have it right in my peripheral, so I can see it. But then again, like I have like a big ass monitor in front of me, so you know I should be able to see it anyway. But it, it uh, just doesn't work like you that. Know what I feel like there's a market for this thing that I always think about, but then it's just like, well, you could just solve it a different way. But like unconventional monitor sizes. Mm-hmm. Like if I could add like a little stock ticker size monitor underneath. Like a right, monitor. yeah. It's like think about like if you're editing, you could do a timeline, or you could do a chat, or you could do like think about like I don't know. I just feel like there's a market for a weird size monitor that I can attach to my big one for just like a little bit extra stuff because I don't want to get mm-hmm. a whole other monitor for chats. Mm-hmm. But if I yeah. could get, it but if I could like get waste. like a 
it does. But if I could get like a like a four inch by like six inch monitor that I could put somewhere and be like, I could just watch cats go by, <laughs> I would probably do it. I yeah. remember Logitech. Logitech used to have used to have a, a series of keyboards out there where you could um where you could basically sync an app to your phone and it had like a little it had like a little cradle for your phone to go in and it would show you like the live like the the live statistics and all that stuff. Uh, they don't do it anymore, you know. Um, I guess it was something no one used and, and as Logitech got into the whole like gaming scene, you know, it, it just changed up. But they used to have something like that. I missed that feature even though I wasn't streaming back then. I found one of those Logitech keyboards the other day, and then I like went through the 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 maze of being like, does this still exist? Can I buy this now? And like they sell on eBay for like ungodly amounts of money. Oh, it's just it's a really unfortunate turn of events. They were they yeah. were too early. Yeah, I retired my um, I retired my uh, my Logitech. Uh, it was a, a G nine 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 something. I've retired it. It's now it's now on my work desk when I work on computers and stuff like that. And every now and then I miss it. I I almost miss it enough that I want to use it again, but I'm like, nah, like I'm not I'm not taking down my setup. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Leron, speaking of streaming, who are you? Uh what do you do? Uh, hi. Hi, Leron Dawkins here. I am <laughs> Exodus 803, which you may see me all over Boss Rush's stuff from time to time. I also host the uh, the Tuesday night Boss Rush Games podcast show, uh, Crossroads, the PlayStation podcast. Uh, come check us out on twitch.tv slash Exodus803. Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. We're on practically every week except for big holiday weeks. Those are the only ones we, we kind of take off. But uh, but yeah, uh, I, am a, I am a newish streamer content creator um i've been doing this thing for almost a year now and uh i'm still learning the ropes and everything but it's 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 a fun ride and i and i enjoy it and and yeah my credentials go as far as gaming goes like i mean i'm a monster hunter player um i spent ungodly amounts of hours in, in monster hunter world but uh that's also coming from ungodly amounts of hours from the original monster hunter game back in 2004 so yeah, Monster Hunter gamer here. So like you'll probably see my streams occupied with a lot of Monster Hunter content from time to time. Um, and beyond that, I'm just a general nerd. You know, love a uh, love a lot of sci-fi. You know, particularly Star Trek. Yeah, I had and, to uh, I had to create a Star Trek uh, Discord <laughs> server for you and the nerds. <laughs> hmm. Which we appreciate. We have been, it has been getting a little bit of uh, mileage. <laughs> Swinging your laser swords and. I'm just kidding. That's the wrong star <laughs> show. Uh, well, I'm glad you guys are both here. We have a lot to talk about tonight, gentlemen. But first, Joe Wilson knows the drill. So, okay, so we're not we're not really doing Arsenal X anymore, but we're doing this show now. So I gave Greg Osterman the third the heads up, right? Because his questions are my favorite. As, uh, as as a lot of people know that he writes in about food, so we're gonna we're gonna read Greg Osterman the third's question. You can email the show by the way if you want your question read on the show. You can email the show at standarddefpodcast at gmail .com, or you can follow us on Twitter at standarddefpod, or you can tweet at me. I'm Corey HD. Join our Discord. All that stuff. However, you can get your question to this show. We want them. Okay, we want them. Greg Osterman III writes and he says, Hey all, sorry your time on Axe has been axed. Ha. ha. That guy. This guy. This guy's a dad. I can tell. He's got jokes. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm really looking forward to being a part of your new show. Thanks for the heads up, by the way. Of your new audience, if of your new if your new audience, I think it should probably say. If your new audience isn't aware, I'm the food guy. So to kick it off with a banger, what is specifically the best meal you ever had, and where did you have it? Oh God. Hmm. Hmm. Oh God. This is a this is a loaded question. Yeah. <sighs> is it? I mean, I maybe. No. Is yours from Disney? <laughs> I was, I did, that didn't mean to. I didn't mean that to be as much of a dick as it sounded, but it is though, no, right? It's, no, it's because you, you know him so. It's because you know him so well. All that time on Arsenal X, you know him so well. Well, look, it depends. It, my favorite meal could change on any different day, right? I mean, but I have to say, I have to say. So, we go to we. Our family vacation is is Disney, like almost yearly. It used to be like two or three times a year because my mom used to work for Disney, and we'd go down when I was younger, like three times a year. It was awesome. Uh, but I went without my family one year with my friend's family, and we went to we went to Epcot, went to Epcot, we went to the the Canada Pavilion, and there's a there's a really fancy restaurant there called Le Cellier, and they serve the fancy steaks and drinks and stuff. I'm not a red meat guy, but that steak, the steak, the filet mignon, the the eight ounce filet mignon, mm. wrapped it wrapped in a slice of bacon, served with served with some red skin potatoes. I gotta tell you, this was like the best steak I think I've ever eaten. I gotta tell you, it was real good. It was real good. Maybe could be like top five meals. Because also, I'm a big sucker for a good breakfast. Mm. Mm. Let me tell you, the breakfast buffet at Chef Mickey's at Disney World <laughs> is the best meal you could possibly have. <sighs> Minus Mickey Mouse coming up behind you and scaring you while you're trying to eat some Mickey waffles. Okay. Don't need that. But the meal. <laughs> I'm a simple guy, though, guys, right? Like, I, I like... Mm-hmm. My best meal, my favorite meal isn't going to be like a five-course, five-star meal, right? It could could be just like a piece of pizza, you know? Yeah. So, so yes, Joe, to answer your question, my favorite meals usually do come from there. No, that's fine. <laughs> so, mine is, again, like, it, it, I think that everyone's probably having the same struggle. When I go through the memory of, like, the life flash before your eyes of being like every meal that I had is like, oh, this one, no, this one, no, this one. And it like they all kind of are for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say the one that stands out now was a couple years ago. And it's mostly because it was like a little experience and it wasn't one place. We went out for my one friend's. Was it for their birthday? We went out with a, another couple. And there's this pizza place that is uh, was local in our town. Uh, really great, like Neapolitan style pizzas, but they were like more, a little bit more modern. Like he definitely put his own twist on them, but it had that nice Neapolitan crust that's just like so light, and it's in a really hot oven for like ten seconds. But before that, because the wait was so long, it's a really small place. We went to this 
dive bar that's local. It's named Kelly's. And like we got like a couple drinks and an appetizer. Then our table is ready. So then we literally change locations and go to um, this pizza place. And like it's a lot of cloves of garlic on it. And I think it's delicious. And they put some hot honey drizzled on top. Uh, it's mm. so good. And it's not it's like not a lot of pizza. So you eat like a pizza, but it's like what, like maybe like seven inch, six inch pizza. Um, it's and it's just enough that you're like, I got a little bit of room left. And then we walked to this place that makes milkshakes like across the road. And I got this like s'mores milkshake. And it's the only milkshake that I've ever had. Or if I concentrate, I could taste like the marshmallow and I could taste the chocolate and I could taste like graham cracker. And it oh, wasn't like man. chunks of graham cracker or anything. It's all kind of blended together. Man, I think about that meal and how that pizza place is now closed. I'm pretty sure that bar is closed. And it's just like it all kind of disintegrated. It's like it it can no longer happen. So I can't tell if the meal was that good or the nostalgia is real high. But mm. that's what stands out in my head as far as my best meal. So it was literally drinks, pizza, milkshake. Mm, I do enjoy a good milkshake. Man, milkshakes are real good. It's like I, ice cream without the work. Yeah. I got to tell you, <laughs> there's a place by our house called Welch's, and they make a mean hot fudge milkshake. Have you ever had a hot fudge milkshake? No, but like no. Welch's, like a, the, the fruit company? No, it's it's the, there's a local family that just owns it. But uh, yeah. their last name is Welch. I don't know if they still own it, but I know they sold it. Well, I guess they sold it like a couple, like a year or two ago. But anyway, it doesn't matter. They mean that I had a, I had a, I had a cookies and cream milkshake with hot fudge mm-hmm. in it. I gotta tell you, I'm probably gonna die at like forty, but it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I can also say that anybody that's like, do you want a hot fudge sundae? And they put like Hershey's syrup on it and not hot hot fudge is a fucking liar like yeah how dare you how Hot dare fudge is you different than chocolate syrup it sure is big time oh. yeah for real yeah uh it's awful i gotta tell you man it's bad who does dairy that queen ice cream cake oh. everyone like dairy queen ice cream cake those are delicious i oh, only yeah. like i like the crunchies crunchies I don't, when you get to yes, the fudge yes. crunchies part that's I don't. The good part. I don't need any anything else. I just need the fudge crunchies. That's that's literally all I need. <laughs> I I want a whole I, cake made out. I want like so. Okay, speaking of cakes, my favorite type of cake is like a cookie cake. I'm not like a big cake guy, but I do enjoy a good cookie cake. If you give me a cookie cake topped with like the fudge crunchies from Dairy Queen ice cream cake with some like delicious ice like icing on top, I gotta tell you, man. I'd be like 400 pounds. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be, I'd be taking up like three airline seats. Okay. It just be so good. <laughs> Book them all. Fold <laughs> <laughs> them up. You fold up all those center partitions. Look, I'd be, eat, oh, I'd be eating so many of those. I'd be getting my own TLC reality show. Okay. <laughs> do you think, do you, do you think you'd eclipse 400 pounds or do you think you'd be higher than 400 pounds? They have a show called My Six Hundred Pound Life. I could, I that's 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 my new goal in life is to like triple, like ah! triple my weight to get there. Okay. Ugh. I I work I out wonder. every day, and I it makes no change to my body, and I feel like it's just to maintain so I can have ice cream or <laughs> like that that thing that I eat, and it's just like. I'm just burning off all the excess. I'm telling you. I don't you, care dude. if I break even. <laughs> That's what it is. 
<laughs> okay, so here's a, here's a here's a goal for you, uh, Corey. If you want to if you want to if you want to live up to this, okay. like uh, the world's heaviest man ever recorded by the Guinness by the Guinness Book of World Records is uh, it was 974 pounds. I don't think that's no, no pass, <laughs> pass, dude. My heaviest was 359 pounds, and I thought I was gonna die. Woo, woo. So, my heaviest is 303. I, and uh, I I don't even know why I'm. I don't even know how I'm here right now. <laughs> I mean, like it was after I stopped playing sports, and I was still eating like I was playing sports. But then I went from like three. We I think we had this discussion before. I went from 359 to 218 in like seven months, and then it was just like, well, okay. People said yeah, I started I looking sick because I'm like, because I'm six five, right? And it's just like, you look weird. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When I when I dropped when I dropped all those stones from from I, I went from three I went from three oh three to what'd you say you, you said two eighteen? Mm-hmm. I think I was like in the two twenties. I was like in the low two twenties, mm. and um and. And and I kid you not, like everyone everyone thinks I was on this miracle diet. Like I mean, mm-hmm. like I was still I was still kind of eating kind of crazy, but uh, but uh, just showing my showing my nerd here. Uh, like you remember the Dance Dance Revolution games? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I remember one time I was walking past DDR arcade nerd. back when. Yeah, I was nerd. Back, back back in the day when 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 there were still arcades and stuff in in the malls and stuff. I remember walking past the arcade one day and seeing one of those machines and I've seen all these people jumping down the machine and I was like, oh, there's no way in hell you're gonna catch me jumping up and down the damn thing. And I just kept I, I kept going. I didn't think didn't think anything else about it. Uh then uh one day I was off from work and this is after I had that reality check with that three hundred and three pound weight thing. And mm-hmm. um I I happened to be off from work early in the morning and um and I was on my way home but I had to stop by the mall to to get something. Mm. And uh so I walked past the arcade. The arcade's completely empty. And and I and, and I hear the music from the Dance Dance Revolution machine, and I'll never forget. It was the very first song I ever played. It was a, it was a cover of Long Train Running, <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know what? I'll pop three quarters in here and try it. Got hooked. Got hooked. It became it became like my new addiction. So that thing helped me get down from three hundred three pounds to like, like sub two thirty, and uh, and I kid you, I I want to say it happened in about. Five or six months. It, it it happened pretty quick, but I kid you not. People had people hadn't seen me in, in, a, in a while, and a buddy of mine he like pulled me to the side. He's like, "Hey, he's like, are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. What, why are you asking? You know, I'm I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I'm in trouble or something." He's like, "No, no, no." He's like, "He's like, look at you right now. You can you can you can tell me if you're you're on something, or if you or if you caught something." And I'm like, "What do you mean if I caught something?" <laughs> And he's sort of like implying that I'm like I either have like HIV or or I'm I have cancer or whatnot. I'm like um, no, like I've been playing a video game that just happens to be cardio, and I ran all the pounds off. <laughs> but yeah, when you get to when when you get to a certain a certain weight and size, like if it doesn't fit your body, people immediately assume yeah. the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh. I was doing the the Hugh Jackman Wolverine workout and diet minus the rice and stuff like minus the rice, and it was just like. By, uh, by the way, by the way, take it from me, a guy who actively works out and has a meal plan. Rice is not your best friend. If you're gonna if you're gonna have rice, 
uh, everyone says have a cup of rice. You need to have like a quarter cup of rice mm-hmm. if you got if you have to have rice. Mm-hmm. Rice is not your friend. Mm-hmm. Rice is not your friend, unless it is, because you need I it with some ge- you need it with some general subs so chicken. <laughs> That's the truth. That is the truth. Uh, so, anyways, uh, <laughs> this is a gaming podcast, I think. Uh, well, speaking of rice, though, I mean, um, I can tell you, I can tell you right now, my favorite, my the best meal I've ever had. I, I, I typically have it maybe about once a month because uh, there's a sushi place that's not too far from my house named mm. Sushiyama. Mm. And all I have to do is go in there and get a sirashi bowl, which is basically just just assorted sashimi. So you know, like you know, just basically like different types, different type of fish, uh, uh, sliced and diced certain ways uh, with, uh, with with usually like grilled squid or octopus, you know, accompanying it. But there is there is a there's a sushi roll called the Spencer roll, which is like a house specialty for them, and. And yeah, it's it's a traditional roll, so it's got you've got the rice, you've got um, you've got you've got some avocado in there, uh, but uh, it's got a it's got a it's got cooked it's got cooked uh, cooked tuna, I can't remember specifically which tuna, but it's got cooked tuna on it. But what they do on what they do on top of it is just amazing. They have like this garlic this brown garlic drizzle that they mm. put on it with the with the crackle stuff, sesame seeds. And then they just then they just like do the do the do the chef bay thing with like with like green onion, and and the first time I had it, as a matter of fact, the um the sushi the the uh, the, the 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 chef there, the sushi chef there, um, he uh, me and my roommates we go there all the time, so he's always throwing new and different things at us because like we're pretty good and we, we you know and we give him honest feedback and stuff. He's like, here, try this, try this. It's on the house. He rolls this out there. And I immediately just grabbed the chopsticks. I grabbed one, popped it in my mouth, and I was like, "Is this on your menu?" <laughs> and it does not matter. No matter when I come in there, the first thing they ask me is, "Do I want the Spencer roll?" It doesn't matter what else I'm ordering. The first thing they ask me is, "Do I want the Spencer roll?" Because that's my favorite. That's my favorite meal. And uh, and I've gotten to the point now where like I'm I'm a greedy ass. I won't even share. It's like it's like if uh, if you want Spencer roll, you need to order one on your own. We're not sharing this. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way that when there I find like a good food, like I'm willing to share the source of the food, but I'm not yes. willing to share my order. Right. Like <laughs> I brought you here. You can have whatever you want. I'm telling you this is good, but I'm eating mine. So uh, mm-hmm. prepare. Yeah. Speaking of sushi, we had a uh, grocery store sushi the other day. It was, it was, Sounds delicious. It actually it was pretty good. Uh, they have like a. Our grocery store has like a like a where they prep all kinds of meats and stuff for you, and they have a sushi bar there and a salad bar and stuff where you can kind of just like make your own salads and stuff. Sushi there is pretty good. I had a spicy shrimp roll and a spicy California crunch roll. Oh, it was very good. See, we can just turn standard definition to the sushi show. <laughs> I mean, look, it's a sh- like- we can talk about whatever we want, Laron. Okay, it doesn't <laughs> have to be about games, right? It's just. It's the driving force for the show, but it doesn't have to be. There's stories on on the list that aren't about games. One, I think, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, because I mean, I like a good spider roll. I like a good, I like a good spicy crab roll. Um, I love a good dynamite roll, which basically a dynamite mm. roll is a spicy crab roll. But mm. the way, but the way a couple of local restaurants out here do it, it, it's like it, it's like death by lump crab. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I enjoy a good spicy like a, I I enjoy a good tempura roll too. Yes. I kind of feel like that's cheating, but look, shrimp tempura is very good. 
California tempura with cream cheese is very good. I also like to put a, put some of that wasabi on my fork before I eat it because I'm I'm white, so I eat sushi <laughs> with a fork, and uh, I just scoop up some wasabi, stab one of the sushi rolls, put it in my mouth, and then I feel the wasabi come through my nose. It's great. It's great. That's it's one of the feeling. best. That's one of the best feelings. Like when you get that wasabi hitting in, in, in your sinus cavity. Oh yeah. my god, that's that's like oh. the best thing. I like you. You can feel your eyes just automatically squint, and you just feel your head shake. But then it's just like your nose kind of burns a little bit, and you're like, "Oh yeah, more, more." But then, like, you feel good after. Like, it's like, yeah. "Oh, that's, yeah. I feel cleansed." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, that Greg, was a good question. I hope was, I hope you, you enjoyed your first food question of standard definition. <laughs> Keep them coming. I know we got another one for next week. I wasn't going to do both of them tonight. There will be another one next week, but. uh Greg, send some of those questions our way on on Crossroads. We're, we're we're some foodies over there too. Like I think it's like a, I think it's like a boss rush games thing. Like it you, is. like you you don't pass the initiation if you don't have like four favorite foods to talk about before you get into the club. Yeah, I mean there's <laughs> there's snack tendo, there's plate station, there's uh, whatever this was on Arsenal X. So. Uh, you can't be you can't be a basic bitch about it. So you can't just talk about some spaghetti and meatballs and think you're gonna get in the door. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. Speaking can't. of spaghetti and meatballs, have you guys ever had <laughs> kale pesto? Yes. Delicious with cashews. Yes. Mm. Oh. See, I can't, do ca- I, 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 I can't do cashews. I can't. I I don't I don't like putting nuts in my mouth. <laughs> I I do. Corey, Corey, not 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 when I'm not when I'm drinking. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm gonna drown live on this show just now. You need to put up a, a screen in front of all your monitors and equipment so when you do a spit take, it doesn't hurt anything. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> it's not... like a Gallagher shield. Do you guys remember Gallagher? That was a deep one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some people. Nah, en- I have a. Some people have enjoy nuts. Nuts are not for me. <laughs> well. Well, the only nuts I discriminate against are cashews and pistachios. Oh, I love pistachios. They're so good. You know, I do, I do too, but it does not agree with me. It's not like I go into anaphylaxis or anything. I need EpiPen or whatnot. Yeah. It's it's one of two things. Uh, it's either coming at the back end or I'm throwing it up. So, it, you know, it's one of those things. And and true story, like uh, like and this just happened. This happened during Thanksgiving. Uh, my roommate's mom, she came over and she made us, she made us like three giant sheets of, of trail mix and, and everybody in the house loves granola and trail mix and stuff like that. But one, but one batch of it had chopped up cashews. Oh no. Mm. Yeah. And let me just put it this way. Like, uh, like I grabbed a handful of it because she had, cause she also like divvied it up in bags. So like no, no one person could be just a greedy ass, eat like the whole pan. Mm-hmm. So like I grabbed the bag, you know, opened the bag up, like, you know, reached in, like, you know, grabbed a handful, like tossed it back, started chewing, and immediately my tongue got tingly. And I was like, oh God. I was like, it's one of two things. I looked in the bag, I didn't see anything green. So I was like, oh my God, it's cashews. <laughs> wow. Let's just say my the rest of my day was ruined. <laughs> Yikes. It's fun. I I love I I eat a lot of nuts. I love almonds. I really don't discriminate against any nuts. And as much as I love pistachios, and I do love pistachios, like one in like every 20th pistachio tastes like burnt ass. I don't know what it is. Like 
pistachios are delicious, but then you get one in there that just tastes rotten and awful, and it oh. happens every time I eat pistachio. Yeah. I don't it's know because, what it is. It's because it's because they're green, so it's hard to tell if they're bad already. <laughs> yeah. You oh, eat man. one, you're just like, oh, what was this? And it's like, I'm done with these for the day, and then I'm back five minutes later because I have the mind of a goldfish. And the way I, the way I learned I was goldfish. <laughs> The way I learned I was intolerant to pistachios is uh, pistachio, I had a bowl, I had a nice bowl of pistachio ice cream. Oh, it's oh. so sad. And I'm not. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not. And I'm not. I'm not. Well, everybody is lactose intolerant, but I'm not explosively lactose intolerant. So, so at first, I really thought Explosive. that the milk had spoiled. I did the ice cream. I thought the milk had spoiled in the ice cream. <laughs> Until uh, and 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 it it didn't even dawn on me that those pistachios until well, maybe like a few months later, like you know, someone had you know like how they had those little like snack bags of pistachios at work and stuff. I had one of those, and then and that's what I knew. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, polar knights. Oh, hey, hey, polar knights. <laughs> he's, he's in the chat. He says, "Sweet Jesus, it's it's like the evolution of beards." <laughs> <laughs> that I I'm hoping that's a compliment, and not and not saying we look like a bunch of like you know, like like scurvy pirates or something. Mm. Scurvy pirates. That's what we are, guys. We're just, we're scurvy pirates. <laughs> Anyways, this is standard definition, the show where we talk about video games or whatever else we want to. You can catch the show live on twitchtv slash HD on Sunday nights or in podcast services and YouTube on Thursdays. You can also see the segment split out. And please do that because I really enjoy making the thumbnails for these breakouts. Even if you don't watch them, just just scroll down the page. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> just trying to pit my stuff, I, guys. I, I, LeBron takes notes. <laughs> LeBron takes notes. Uh, remember to follow Standard F Pod on Twitter and to like, subscribe, follow, rate, and share us wherever you consume the show. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a nice review and rated us five stars. It is on Apple Podcasts. I told you by episode two it would be there. Showed up yesterday, guys. Showed up yesterday. So thanks, awesome. Apple, for taking, I don't know, two and a half weeks to approve that show. Feed. <laughs> God. It's like the the computer that approved it's just like you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, it's the, it's 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 actually just the apple from the Fortnite uh ad it comes busting oh, through God. like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh yeah. Save Fortnite. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into a segment. I'm trying to create a, a a cool name for this segment. I don't know what to call it, so it's what we've been playing, watching, doing. Uh Joe, we're going to go your way first. What are you playing, watching, or doing? So, my I've talked about this a little bit last week, but it's become like a, a very substantial part of my life, especially on the weekends when I'm like off work and everything. I've been playing a lot of Minecraft with my five-year-old. Um, he's really into it, and uh, I will admit that I kind of got into it. Like, just about two hours ago, we were, like, putting stuff in the furnace. Being like, what happens when we put this in the furnace? What happens when we put this in the furnace? What happens when we put this on fire? Like, it's it's kind of fun. And I'm not super into crafting. And I'm not... I really didn't think I would like Minecraft. But, like, there's an element there that I like. We dug down deep. We started mining for diamonds. Like, so we have a whole mine shaft that we created. Uh, I feel like it's a good bonding experience. Because, like, this is, like, a... 
an adult thing that he's doing with me. So that's fun. Uh, I haven't been playing anything new. I feel bad for neglecting Destiny so much. Uh, I've been watching. I've been watching WandaVision, mm-hmm. which is probably like a lot of people right now since it's on. And I'm planning current. on it. I'm going to watch it. Lerano, are you, you caught up on that show? Yes, I am. All right. Yeah, I've been I've been I've been watching it week by week as as it's come out. Yeah. So yeah, I'm caught up. All right. So my, my Friday my, my Fridays are pizza night with WandaVision. So ahead, minor sorry. spoilers for episode what five? I guess happened yeah. what two days ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Minor spoilers. So if you don't want to listen, skip ahead, please. Skip ahead. I won't. I don't have to mention any spoilers. Or anything but I want like to that. talk about it. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> Quicksilver from the X-Men movies shows up. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know in like what context. I I know I should yeah. probably I know I should I don't probably think anyone does. I I mean I know I should yeah. probably watch the show to like, you know. We know, yeah. We don't know right now if they just broke a fourth wall or if this is their this is the beginning of the, the multiverse theory, which I thought Spider Man Spider Man three was gonna do. Oh. Or you know, we don't know. All I know is um I want the original actor back. <laughs> Even though technically he's the original actor for his version of Quick Quicksilver, <laughs> I like I like the X Men movies. Okay, I'm one of those guys. I, I, I do, I do too, I do too. But I mean, you know, like I'm so I'm so ingrained in the in the greater MCU that you know, like just knowing that this other guy exists, you know, kind of like throws the whole thing off for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I get I get it. The original one is dead, so technically he doesn't have to be brought back if he doesn't want to. But you know, mm-hmm. ah. <laughs> Yeah, but they're clearly introducing some sort of multiverse thing, right? Especially oh, yeah, yeah. What, this and then what, Doctor Strange and then probably Spider-Verse. Yeah, because uh, Wanda's supposed to be in the new Doctor Strange movie. And it's oh, yeah. all supposed to be in. And the three movies, the, the three movies are supposed to start the whole, like, phase four is supposed to be about the multiverse. So mm-hmm. that's that that's that's the catalyst. We don't know where Captain Fal- uh, 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 Falcon and the Winter Soldier are going to fall into this at because uh, if you guys weren't watching watching the big game tonight, like the, like they did air the uh, premiere trailer for that. Oh, dude, it looks so good, it looks so good. Yeah, there's yeah. I whenever we were watching, so I have a problem with when I watch any type of movie TV show is that most of them follow a formula, and if you figure out enough formulas, you know that when you're watching it, it's like oh they're either doing A or B, and then you mm-hmm. get like one little tidbit, be like. And my wife is a big, she's a trooper for watching anything with me because I'd be like, that's the guy. That guy's going to kill that person with this knife from this place and he's going to hide it under the stairs. She'd be like, how do you know that? I'd be like, because they showed all three shots. And they'd be like, like, but like how do you know that that's the thing? I'd be like, why would they show it if they weren't going to hide it under the stairs? <laughs> like, I, I, it's, it's a problem that I have. Uh, I, I've studied film fairly extensively. Um, and it's just a thing. It's, it's just, it exists. And I will say that like the new, the Disney shows are just like, they're really good. I don't know fully where WandaVision is going. Um, I know roughly like what the comic books are talking about. So I kind of have an idea now that people are like kind of merging the two things together. Um, I feel like I know, but it's not, it's not following like a formula at this point that I'm like, I'm like, Oh, this is clearly what they're going to do. And like five episodes in or or however long many we're into, I'm, I'm I'm still like, 
I'm excited to watch the next one to kind of figure out what's going on or get another little tidbit of information. Um, and that, and the same thing happened with Mandalorian for me. Like I was like really excited to watch the show and whether it's, I don't know, or just kind of, you want to see what's going on and then seeing all the other shows that they're coming out with. Like we, we watched, uh, we started watching, uh, she had never seen Endgame. I saw it in the theaters without her. Cause I'm a great husband. Um, <laughs> and we're just now, she's just now watching Endgame, Avengers Endgame. And let me tell you that like, it's a good movie. But mm-hmm. honestly, it's not as good as the shows. Like, yeah. I feel right. like their yeah. shows are going to be better than the movies. And I don't know if I care about getting any... Like, Loki, I'm really excited to watch Loki. It looks mm-hmm. really interesting. And it looks like it. it they feel better than the movies did. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, yeah, I mean, there's like, be, yeah. there's like five or six MCU movies I still haven't seen. Like. I, I mean, like, they're, they're good. I mean, I like yeah. there's characters that I like and I'll go see. Right. But like, I haven't seen either Spider-Man movie. I haven't seen Captain Marvel. I have there was a there's one other one that I haven't seen. Uh, oh, I got like halfway through Doctor Strange and I was like, this is just Iron Man again. So I'm just like, mm. yeah, he probably yeah. becomes Doctor Strange at the end and he probably kills the bad guy. And I'm like, OK, yeah, that's that's exactly what happens. But yeah, that, like, much, that's, yeah. that goes down to the problem of being like. The, the following this formula and when you get a longer format that you don't have to tell it and that's the other thing adventures endgame is three gd hours long mm-hmm. yeah like whatever happened to like giving me an hour and a half or two hours of entertainment so that i can move on with my life who has time to sit down for three hours and just you be know, like let me just watch this I guess. <laughs> whenever, whenever I look at, a, whenever I look up a Marvel movie and I see the the Russo brothers directed, I was like, oh, I'm going to be sitting oh. here for a hot minute. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with spending three hours telling a story. I think there's a fundamental problem with making it a movie. Yeah. Like the, the Avengers Endgame should have probably just been a show, and I think now it would be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like, part, I, I'm really excited about what Disney's doing as far as elevating. The shows, having a show, telling it in a different format. I think episodic comic book shows are the way to go because it's like a comic book. I I love being able to sit down for like 30 minutes. Also, can we talk about the credits in WandaVision that are like seriously (laughs) half half of the runtime? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the Mandalorians were pretty long too, though. I, I, I no joke. I'm pretty sure that WandaVision credits are like 15 minutes long sometimes. Like I don't think that's that's me being hyperbolic or no, exaggerating. No, 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 no. I, that that's literally I think how long they are. And the point that I have to like skim through, like I hope they don't show me something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hope yeah. they didn't sneak in an extra scene somewhere. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it's like seven minutes because uh, because I'm, you know, like Marvel has spoiled us. Marvel now makes us believe that there is something at the end of every credit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're always looking for something at the end. So you're like, oh. We got eight I'm minutes like, of credits. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start scrubbing. I'm like copying and pasting the uh, the Mandarin, the credits that are in Mandarin and stuff like that, and be like, I hope they didn't put a code in here that I can't read. Let me see what this. What happens if I look at every fifth letter? Maybe it spells out the co- spells out spells out something. It's it's it. I get so much tension when the show's over because I'm like I'm like oh god I'm gonna I, miss something. Am I gonna, gonna watch something. all the credits because half of them I can't read? <laughs> Because I'm white, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I 
I like it. I, I'm glad that it's happening. I'm really excited about. Th- I can't wait until there's never a downtime in Disney stuff. Like, yeah, I there's so much on the horizon, and I think they know this. I can't wait until like this 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 episode ends or this series. It's ends gonna be like it's goes- gonna be like. It's gonna be like it's, it's, Marvel, Star Wars, Marvel, Star Wars, Marvel, Star Wars. Yes, and love they're, it. they're gonna like interlap with each I'm other, right? Biggest, I'm not the biggest Star Wars nerd, but I I do love and appreciate Star Wars and the fact that there's so many there's so many Star Wars properties that are coming out on Disney Plus, and it's interspersed between all the Marvel stuff. I'm like, man, like they just found a way to keep me subscribed. You know, yeah. this is not like Netflix where like where like boom they drop an entire season of a show in like in, in on a weekend. And you know, technically, you know, you can cancel after your first month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and don't worry about it again until you're, because uh, that used to be the thing. Like everyone, everyone was like, "Man, why are you still paying for Netflix? Just watch your show and then cancel until the next season comes out." And that, hey, but you know, or create Disney a new Plus email like, address uh-huh. and get your uh, get your seven yeah. day free trial and just binge the show. Yeah, but oh. Disney Plus is like, ah ha ha! We will make sure that there is there's always content for you to watch, so you can't th- you can't get rid of us. I do think it's hilarious though that people think like Disney revolutionized the weekly episode thing, and it's like, no, just, just cable guys, no. just this is how cable yeah. works. <laughs> yeah, it's, they they found a way to make sure you keep paying them. <laughs> it's weird though that there's, it's funny how like everything becomes uh, cyclical. Like that, yeah. like we're back now on, and also we're back now to paying like ninety subscriptions. Like, and how long? Before, and like even Disney, they're like, hey, you want you want Hulu, ESPN, and uh, Disney all in one? We have a package for you. Be like, oh, I wish I could buy a package with that and Netflix and HBO. And it's just like it's like how many like oh, can we put Showtime on top? Be like, yeah, it's one hundred fifty bucks a month. Be like, oh, it's way cheaper than paying them individually. Be like, yeah, but we're back to having cable. To be fair, um, Disney owns but, Hulu and ESPN. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, yeah. I. Yeah. I feel like I feel like a, I feel like a sucker because uh, because I went home two Christmases ago and my mom my mom she um she got a she got a uh, Fire TV stick for uh for for Christmas and she was so excited about it but I was like okay well you got to have something to watch on it and she's like oh it doesn't just pull stuff I'm like no it doesn't you got to subscribe to something right so I talked to her about all these options I was like if you want to watch if you want to watch movies like you definitely want to get Netflix you know but if you want to if you want to watch like if you want to be able to watch like regular TV stuff like if you miss something and you and you can't wait for the rerun I would say get Hulu uh and then I'll and, and then she was like well what about this and I was like okay well there's Disney Plus and I was like wait Disney Plus has a package where you get Disney Plus you get Hulu and ESPN she's like well I don't care about ESPN but your sister watches sports stuff so let's get it I feel like I got railroaded, right? Because I, I I already have my own subscriptions and stuff. I have Netflix. I have Hulu Plus. I have this stuff, and uh, so we got we get my mom subscribed on to Disney Plus, and um and we set up we set it up so it come it gets drafted out of her bank account and stuff like that. Y'all you know, won her debit card and stuff like that. A couple months later, she had a problem with the card. And uh and but she was going nuts because she got hooked on Disney Plus. And I was like, you know what, mom? I was like, okay, get things figured out. What I'll do is I'll pay for this month. So I attached my PayPal to it. I'm still paying for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm still paying for it. And now here's and now here's where the the big thing comes in because now so you're like, you know what? I got I got access to all this stuff. I kind of want to get Hulu Plus with TV now. <laughs> That's what we have. We have the Hulu got, TV package. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's, the it's, only reason why I haven't the only reason why I haven't done done in on it though is because Hulu Plus has no ads, but Hulu TV, you know, you have to you get commercials, and I'm like, no. Yeah. So, uh, 
but yeah, man, I I need to, I need to start watching WandaVision. Maybe I'll watch that this week while I'm working on stuff. But I mean, you you spend an hour, you can you can watch, man, and you can skip the credits. Like the, I I haven't found yeah. anything in the credits. But like you within an hour, I think you can probably be caught up. Have you seen any of the episodes? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh, like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, it's short. It's, yeah, because because the episode that came on not this week but the past week was was the shortest episode. I think it was only like thirty eight minute episode. Yeah, and that's and that's yeah. before the cre- and that's that's before the credit. Well, no, 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 that's not including the credits. <laughs> they're, yeah, Actually, they're, no, 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 that's including the credits. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're they're all like they're all around like thirty minutes plus or minus yeah. like ten. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I I will say this though because I think you were on I think we were all on on the Bossverse podcast a couple of weeks ago when when Je- when me and Jesse were talking about it. And I thought Jesse was one that was one of the ones on the fence. And he's like, no no no, I'm just behind. Like I haven't I haven't I haven't like slacked off or anything. I'm just behind. Yeah, uh, for a lot of people, a lot of people, I guess it was like one of those WTF things because like they didn't understand what was going on. And I guess they thought it was just gonna like be just another Marvel show or, or Marvel like property where it's gonna be like high octane and stuff. But I mean, it's a TV show, and I, me and my roommates, we get into arguments all the time about this because I got I have two roommates. They prefer the movie route. They look at me like I'm crazy watching TV shows, like especially like the week, the week after week ones. Like you know, it's not like you know with Netflix. You know, you can you can watch like 12 episodes of something in one weekend. You know, like I, it, it's 12 weeks for me to watch to watch this season of this show for for the most part. And they look at me like I'm crazy. They're like, you can just you can just get the whole story in like a two and a half hour movie. It's like, no, you don't see any character development in 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 that in that span of time. Yeah, <laughs> but also I and I'm a movie person. Like I like movies and there are movies that are good but like a simple question like when's what's the last good movie that you've seen and i the, I, the last I the last good marvel movie no like in general oh when's in the, general what's the last good movie that you've seen uh, mm, good good that's good a good question. question i don't know i i don't really care about movies like that's like the running joke is like there's like so many popular movies that I've never seen and it's just like I don't really care to go watch them you know yeah when, when I was in my 20s and early 30s I could answer I could answer you that question like immediately but now like I've seen so many movies that you, that I really have to go through like a mental catalog and like which one stand out and you know the crazy part is like a lot of the movies I saw when I was young are like the best movies I've ever seen still, mm-hmm. you know, Same. even with, even with all these fancy movies out now of all the, the advancements and, you know, the crazy CGI and effects and, you know, like actors who, who are basically so method that they'll gain like 500 pounds to play a role or, you know, like look like a crack addict, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, you know, like it, it's funny, like the movies, some of the movies I've seen, and I'm not even talking like really childish movies. I'm, Terminator 2 is still one of the best movies I've seen. <laughs> it's, it's a great movie though. I would say Terminator 2 is a great movie. It is. I I've never seen any movie, of the Terminator movies. Uh, oh, you I mean, Terminator Two is a it's a good movie. Um, yes. I judge a movie like my my uh, how I grade a movie, whatever you want to call it, is like basically a, a pie chart that's like, did it set out to accomplish what it wanted to do? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what percentage takes up that pie chart. It could be writing, could be acting, it could be special effects. You know, it's like, oh, this is this movie's it's too many special effects. But like, I don't think that's a fair assessment. If the movie's goal was to create a great special effects movie that mm-hmm. tells like, I mean, it still has to be cohesive and stuff like that it has to meet like these minimum bars everywhere else. But if it adds up to 100 percent, 
It's like you did a good job and accomplished your goal. One of my favorite movies, and it and I again like I realize that this is not, you know, Citizen Kane. This isn't Jaws. This I love the movie Dread, the Carl Urban mm-hmm. movie. Oh yeah, Judge Dread, like just Dread. Yeah, it's a fucking phenomenal movie. It That's is a really, great movie. Really good. There's yeah. a rumor that there's a Netflix show coming. It's been it's it, been rumored. I think forever, Carl but... Urban's on board. I think everyone wants to do it. It's just like I think actually getting it to happen. Yeah, I would love. Plus, Carl Urban's tell... doing the boys now. You think that would interfere? Probably. Another great show. I really like that show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I came to it really late, but like, I don't know. People are. I, I think movies aren't. They don't put enough care into them anymore. There's too many decisions yeah. to be made after. Things happened, and I feel like there's too many focus groups. Too many people have opinions about things. There's too many like formulas that they try to apply. And I love movies, but I haven't seen like a, a movie that's like really gripped me and drawn me in that doesn't have me like dissecting it in a mm-hmm. long time. And it's kind of it's kind of bumming me out. But the shows are anyway. Long story short, WandaVision's doing that for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, one more thing, one more thing I want to know because there's this thing going on, on the internet right now where everyone's like everyone's like they want they want a they want a, a show based around sword. Like, the, the, the the uh the 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 yeah, about you the, know, the, the one detective the organization. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they want they want a show around, around that eh, because they love like the they love like the the formulaic way like how they're trying to solve the mystery of what's going on with uh, with, with Eastview and stuff like that and and so like the like the internet's in the war right now and, I, and I'm on the side of the people who are coming at the ones about Sword because they're like we want to show we want to show based around Sword that you know it feels like the X Files like that guess what guys that was the first half of season one of Agents of Shield. Also, have you ever watched the show Fringe? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it's like a let's like let's make CSI but for sci-fi stuff. It's like it's like everything's all relative, but I mean, they it was it, they literally a lot of people literally shit on like Agents of the Shield the first season, you know, yeah. until until the until the the gotcha moment happened that you know linked Agents of the Shield with the greater Marvel Marvel universe, the the, the situation in the Winter Soldier, Captain America. And you know, then it, people, people don't people people forget things too easily. I, I stuck around for all seven seasons of Agents of Shield, though. That was one of the best shows. That was one of the best shows, and I think one of the best Marvel shows because the Netflix shows weren't it. The first season of no, Daredevil yeah. was good, and that was like, well, yeah, that was yes. it. I did like Daredevil. I Luke I kind of like Luke Cage fizzled out on me like mm-hmm. halfway through. Yeah, yeah. I, I did like the first season of The Punisher too. But it, yeah. it, it, it was really drawn out, though. That could have been like a three or four episode show and been fine. You know, you know what, what? What actually grabbed me the most about the Punisher is like, is like, you know, like they actually showed us a, a, a you know, a war veteran that was suffering from true PTSD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was coping. He was coping the best way he could. <laughs> and that was basically being a vigilante and busting, mm-hmm. busting skulls and stuff. I also like that he. He felt like a almost like a John McClane diehard style. Like it's like yeah. Anytime you have a hero that like gets kind of abused, and like mm-hmm. it's like oh no, he's not like a superhero that goes unscathed or anything mm-hmm. like that. Like I appreciate stuff like that. I oh, like yeah, yeah. that like the the humanity moments of it. Um, I think that's I think that's a problem with a lot of like modern storytelling right now. Like, like they always want your they always want the main character to be the best or the 
or the one or whatever it is, you know, you, you know, you have you have female characters who basically are, are called Mary Sue's because it seems like they're always saving the day and stuff like that. You know, you've got other characters is like it's like you're too nerdy to function, but you're always the hero and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I, I feel like psychology plays a lot into it in, in, in as a writer for a show. If you understand psychology, you will always grab your audience. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's probably why *A Silence of the Lambs* show is about to do pretty well. Like that one's coming on CBS. Oh, they, oh is they, that what that uh, is? Oh, is it right? Is it on CBS or CBS All Access? I think it's CBS All Access or Paramount. Plus. Wait, actually, no, no, no. They said Thursday nights on CBS, so it's it's. I think it's actually on live television. See, like that that kind of disturbs me a little bit, and I'm not saying that you can't do it, but like *Silence of the Lambs* is, I would say, like a like an R-rated Wait, show. Yeah. Didn't they yeah, do I'm that already sure. though? Uh, Wasn't they, Hannibal? We've had, we've like, had Hannibal. We've had why, Hannibal. Why didn't they just make a fourth season of that? I thought everybody liked that show. <laughs> oh, I love that show, but I didn't. I didn't watch it until after it was canceled. <laughs> so I don't know. But speaking of Daredevil, he's rumored to be in uh, Spider-Man. So yeah. Sam Raimi's directing Doctor Strange. Last I heard. Uh huh. What? Who, who what? directed yeah. the OG Spider-Man mm-hmm. uh, movies? And I, I'm a huge Sam Raimi fan. I yes. uh, when the when I discovered like love for movies, like horror movies, were like my gateway into like movie making because it's so like they were so accessible as far as like the production and the troubles and stuff like that. Um, man, the the irony that like Sam Raimi might come into the Marvel universe again and kind of direct <laughs> all three Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Mans. <laughs> in like a weird spider guys spider it's, it's, it's serendipitous <laughs> it's it seems crazy i also find it weird that they're making canon the now inconsistencies in the canon that exists yeah change franchises like yes. like no it's all real all this place this was all thought of ahead of time <laughs> You know, it, I didn't even under, I didn't even get what was going on. I just thought it was I just thought it was like a call out or like or, or, or like a cameo at it the felt end like of a meme at first. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> it did at the end of at the end of uh, Far From Home, and I was like, well, I, I, "What's going on here?" And now that we know what's going, now that we know the 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 direction that the MCU is going, it's starting to all fall together. Wait, fall what? Place. What happened at the end of Far From Home? I haven't seen it. What happened? At the okay, end? so all right, so uh, J.K. Simmons, who played, uh, oh who yeah, played I knew J. that. Jonah Jameson, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, he shows up. He shows up at the end because there's this big reveal in Far From Home about who Spider-Man is, and he shows up and he shows up with a big reveal, and the and the entire world is seeing it. So it's almost it's almost like the honestly, Spider-Man is kind of paralleling uh, the Iron Man series mm-hmm. for to to a bit because I mean. Tony Stark revealed who he was on national news and the national news just revealed who Peter Parker was. <laughs> okay. Well, now I'm caught up. <laughs> I don't need to see. No, 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 no. You still, nah, you, you still need to see Parker. No, I because I'll I, watch it. I, it sucks though. Cause like not all the MCU movies are on Disney plus yet. And the Spider-Man yeah, movies but... will never be on there unless Disney ponies up to get them. Right. Cause they're, they're not on by... there. No. Cause they're owned by Sony. They're not Disney movies. Corey, they're Sony movies. Corey, do you want do you want access to the Spider-Man movies? Uh, yeah. Is this something we should talk about? Not recording live on air. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I'm not doing anything illegal. Oh. <laughs> Are you gonna digitally hand me your Blu-ray? Your 
your Rift <laughs> Blu-ray. We'll, we'll talk about I it. I mean... <laughs> Do I need to go to that one drive you shared you shared with me and uh, poke around it for a minute? Uh, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I have I have two hundred gigs of available space in that in that shared drive. Uh, is is WandaVision all you've been watching in Minecraft, Joe? Uh, yeah. Because they're still on that. I, I mean, I've been working heavily on are like ADS stuff, like mm-hmm. generating graphics, editing video. So mm-hmm. that's like a large chunk of my time. And then everything else has been WandaVision, Minecraft, a little bit of Call of Duty. And we've been, uh, we, we've been rewatching a lot of it's always sunny. Like that's like our last, like laugh usually before bed is we'll pick like a random episode. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing like, cutting edge really a uh, topical stuff here but uh, <laughs> it's always sunny i don't even think there's been a new season for like three or four years um, yeah but but apparently it's still it's still in production yeah yeah i don't think it ever i don't think like anything was like it never ended and it wasn't canceled but they're all like yeah i, I like it when shows get to a point kind of like curb your enthusiasm where it's just like they do one whenever they feel like they should do one yeah that's how it should be do one when you yeah. have something to say. You don't have anything to say. Don't do an episode. You don't have to cancel it. Yeah, but it's kind of like South Park. It. South Park wasn't on this year. They just did the pandemic special and then they just booked it. It's exactly what they should do. Like, I, if but, if you gave me like an hour long episode of South Park once a month, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, I I think that's all they really need. I I wouldn't be surprised if they start doing that. Yeah. Uh, just like start doing stuff again. Just when you have something to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leron, what about you? Besides Monster Hunter Rise demo, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Talk about the Monster I, Hunter Rise demo. <laughs> oh, actually, I wasn't, I wasn't going to talk about. I wasn't actually going to talk about that tonight. <laughs> um, but like Joe, I I too have also been uh, watching Wandavision. It's it's been my thing. Like if I don't watch it, if I don't watch it the Friday the Friday night at, after mind of the day, I usually watch it first thing Saturday morning, which is something I I really love doing. Actually, I like I like watching like you know, a TV show that I, I missed during the week on Saturday morning, kind of like my Saturday morning cartoons, whatever, you know, because I'm a nerd, but uh, yeah, for real WandaVision, but I've also been, I've also just caught up on this, uh, this series that I got hooked on um, uh, over the Christmas break called the residents, uh, the resident, which is a, which is a Fox medical drama show. And uh, it's really good. It's, it's really good. Like they just started their fourth season and man, like you know, I, I'm kind of a sucker for medical dramas, and um, and and it came across my Hulu recommendations, and um, and it's got a really good cast. Uh, Emily Van Camp's in it. Um, what uh, uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner, if you guys remember him from The Cosby Show, he's in that. Um, it's got it's got a really like big and diverse cast and stuff like that, and uh, and it's not like most other medical shows where it's all sappy drama. Like, but also it's not really like super over the top generated medical emergencies and stuff like that. It, it's 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 a lot of realism and it basically talks about this this staff. You know, they they're day in day out things. You know, at the hospitals and stuff like that. Uh, they the one thing I'm kind of the one thing I'm kind of like not cool with is uh is a lot of a lot of current shows right now are are actually acting like you know they're in the middle of the pandemic right now. Uh, but uh but the resident. 
they put a message out at the beginning of the, of this new season that, you know, it's slightly ahead of time when like the pandemic is not such a big deal anymore. So, you know, they talk about the pandemic, but the pandemic is not like the priority. And I guess because it's a medical show, they didn't want it to be dominating the entire season because I mean, you know, the pandemic is real for, for us right now. Stuff like that, but it's a good show. Like, 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 uh, like check it out. I, I catch the reruns on Hulu, on Hulu because, uh, because I don't, um, I don't have, I don't have active cable and I'm too lazy to hook an HD antenna up to my, to my television. So, so I catch it. I catch it eight hours later after it's aired. Hmm. Um, uh, I said I was not going to mention anything about uh, about Monster Hunter Rise uh, because Why not? you guys can you guys. This is a different show. Who cares? Okay, okay. I haven't played a Monster Hunter Rise demo. Uh, it's it's actually it's actually really fun. Uh, I was a little I was a little leery about it going in because i i'd sunk so much time into monster hunter world i, I played over 400 hours of monster hunter world on the ps4 and then when it crossed over to pc like i continued playing there i think my i think my runtime on pc is over 300 hours so i'm getting close to that thousand hour mark in mm. in the game real soon wow if if i start playing it again <laughs> looks like my destiny profile Oh yeah, uh, you Oops. know what? Honestly, when it comes to Monster Hunter games, I usually play a Monster Hunter game until a new Monster Hunter game is out. And the funny thing is, I don't think I don't think when Rise comes out that it's going to impact it. It will take a small chunk of time out that I spend Monster Hunter Rise, uh, Monster Hunter World, but I don't think it's going to impact. I don't think I'm going to just full stop Monster Hunter World, but Rise has been pretty cool. Uh, it. It, they, I see where the developers done a lot to incorporate all the stuff that we we picked up in the in the new mechanics and skills with uh, Monster Hunter World, <clears throat> while keeping some of the DNA that was from the the handheld versions in there, because it is built for Switch. Even though it's a big rumor that it would be it would be coming on PC by the end of the year, so you know I'm kind of excited for that because it might be an HD version. But uh, but right now, like I've been um, I've been doing just basically breakdowns of all the weapons and stuff like that. Uh, because because eventually when the game comes out, like hopefully the, the the Monster Hunter podcast, which I think I think I'm going to name Hunters for Hire. <laughs> that was the name. <laughs> be, of, that was a... the name of my short-lived Anthem podcast. Was Javelins for Hire? Oh, okay. <laughs> it was eight I episodes, think, uh... and then we realized we didn't like Anthem, and we're going to keep playing it to do a podcast <laughs> on. <laughs> I think um, I think though because because uh, our, our 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 friend Jacob who also is known as Galatrad, uh, you can catch him you can catch him most Monday nights on the Pal Block. Uh, he's um he he wants to he wants to be my partner in crime on that one. So I I'm gonna I'm gonna toss toss it his way and see like if he likes the idea of Hunters for Hire. Hunters for Hire is actually is actually it was a slogan in um in Monster Hunter Three. Uh, you you would trade guild cards with people that you met online or or through Street Pass on the 3DS. And then, um, and then you, they basically, there was a mode called Hunters for Hire, where it, it pulls four randoms from your from your guild card list, which are people that you actually met or had access to, and you can send them out on expeditions and quests, and they'll get you loot and stuff and bring it back, you know, after a certain amount of quests and stuff like that. And it was called Hunters for Hire mode, and I, I like it. As a matter of fact, if anyone goes to my social media, they'll actually see that they'll actually see in my bio it says Hunter for Hire in there. <laughs> You know, the more I think about it, I think I am going to use that. Do <laughs> I it. would use it. Do it. It has a good ring to it. Yeah. 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 But uh, but yeah, Rise is Rise is pretty good. Like I'm I'm finally starting to get used to back to playing it. You know, and you know, in a not like fancy you know PC or console environment. You know, I'm not 
I'm not dumping on the Switch. I, I feel like the Switch is a glorified handheld, so you know my so I I I don't it call it a true console. I, I I don't. You know, it 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 it's a great system. I enjoy. I, I I get enjoyment out of my Switch, even though like my Switch has like the the most horrendous backlog of games that I don't think I would ever it's play a great, in my lifetime. Now it's a great console for Nintendo games, just like every Nintendo console. Yes, yes, that is true. That is true. Um, and other than other than Monster Hunter Rise and you know watching WandaVision and the Resident, because I don't think there's any. Oh, uh, oh and both the nine one one star uh, uh, shows. I watched those too. Uh, so Lone Star and then the original nine one one show. I watched those. Uh, uh, but beyond that, like I spent the entire weekend this weekend just getting a whole bunch of like stuff done for 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 both Twitch and YouTube because I'm getting to make a massive push <laughs> to start up to start updating more content on my YouTube channel and stuff like that. So me and OBS, we aren't vibing right right now because uh, a lot of the assets that I put onto OBS for for YouTube, some of them are not working the way they work like how they work on on twit on the twitch side and i am getting annoyed I, I went to bed angry at my computer and at youtube last <laughs> night <laughs> do you normally go to bed happy with your computer uh we have we have a working agreement as long as it, as long as it does what i want to do like there's yeah. no reason for me to you know to be to be a jerk about it <laughs> i i feel like for me i i, I think i i use technology as like a, a tool so like if i'm thinking about it at any other time than like really at any time if i had to think about the technology it's it's an anger or resentment type feeling yes yeah it yeah, should be I, invisible to me an extension to, of myself i went to bed last night so heated because i was actually i remember Corey. i told you i was going to be on youtube streaming monster hunter uh you know you know in the evening after we got off of uh after we got off the uh bossers podcast my plan was I was going to get on there between 8.30 and 9 o'clock and start streaming on YouTube. So, you know, folks would see, like, hey, he streams on YouTube, you know, so like that. But I was working on it, on on the overlay situation with an OBS for YouTube. And, like, all the assets were there. But certain things just weren't acting right when in the test environment. And next thing you know, like, my roommate my roommate knocks on my door. And uh, and he actually is like, hey, like, you've been in your room all day. So I brought you something to drink. He, had, he, he brought me, he brought me, like, a drink. And I just happened to look. I was like, "Oh my God, it's eleven fifty nine. Man, he's like, he's like, "What are you gonna do?" I was like, "Well, I was working on, I was working on this, and I was gonna start streaming." He's like, "Well, you should still stream, and you know, even if it's broken." I'm like, "I don't feel like streaming at at midnight. Who's gonna watch? Who's gonna watch me playing Monster Hunter by myself at midnight right now?" <laughs> yeah. Every, everyone else that are watching people play Monster Hunter by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, I was like, I can't, I can't go live on the stream with this, with this, in my mind, broken. Even though technically, you want to, you want to, everybody's gonna get a laugh when they hear why, I, why I'm saying it's broken. My alert system, no sound. There's no sound. Like you'll see the pop up and says, "Hey, this person subscribed. Hey, this person super chatted you," but there's no chime for it. Mm-hmm. And, oh. and no, the crazy part is very important. Just, and the crazy part is, it's mirrored for the Twitch side, and the Twitch side runs perfectly. <laughs> and I got, I got, I got so frustrated and heated last night. I was like, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. I'll get, up, <laughs> I'll get up in the morning. I'll get up in the morning. Deal with this. I got up. I got this morning. I looked at my computer, and I immediately turned the television on. And just started watching something. <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes. I did. I didn't stream at all this weekend, except for except for participating on these podcasts this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, 
I was going to stream a little bit last night, but then I was like, I have a ton of inter interviews to edit for the Boss Rush 1v1 stuff, and I have, I, I just, I had to get it all done, so I just, what I did, I just played Iron Banner with Mitch and Josh last night for, for, I don't know, till like 2 o'clock in the morning. And then honestly, honestly, I was looking for you to, I was looking for you to, uh, to start streaming last night, because I was going to put you on, 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 on my, on my television, while I continue mm. working on the Twitch stuff, but you know, it, but no, don't, don't kick yourself, like, like, you're the reason why I never got the, the, the OBS thing fixed, because I was, I was going to use you. It's, I'm, it's my fault that you didn't fix your OBS. <laughs> Totally my fault. Uh, Corey Derek's fault. I'm gonna unsubscribe and I'm gonna report him. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want, I guess. Uh, again, I have three Twitch channels, so. Which one? I also have four YouTube channels, so. Uh, oh uh, wow! Uh, shoot. Uh, what? What's the? What's the term? What's? What's the term for that? Um. There's there's a term for people who are like that. Well. <laughs> Two of yeah. two okay, of them. Okay, hoarder is close. Well, two of them are for two groups of people that I used to do content with that are inactive, but they're still up. And then uh, one's for Boss Rush and one's my personal one. So, mm. yeah. If you go to my YouTube channel, you can go to the uh, channels that I manage portion of the <laughs> YouTube channel, and you can click on that old content if you want to watch it. Oh geez. Uh, so basically, so basically, you're like the you're like the roach of content creation. Like we 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 squash you, and you manage to come back the next day. Wow, I really <laughs> like being compared to a roach, Laron. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very. Well, hey, hey, you hey, you put it out there. It's like you're gonna you're gonna be hard to report and ban. <laughs> <laughs> just, just just you know, I just gotta have my finger in all the pie, and then uh, see, you know, see, when one Corey... goes away, I just jump to the next one. See, Corey knew about alts before alts was were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think. Is this my I alt mean, right now? Who knows? <laughs> Man, I feel like anybody that's like trying to get into content creation or that this type of field, there's everyone has like a dirty treasure trove of I think like emails that you created when you had an idea mm -hmm. or someone's got like a stack of business cards that they've never handed out mm -hmm. like yeah everyone has that stuff, i have right like, i have like 300 business cards for my old channel just sitting in my closet because i was planning on going to like packs and stuff and i handed out probably like 200 of them and that then that sh that that show ended and now it's like what do i do with these, what do I do with these? Great business cards yeah. yeah i have a stack too yeah. and it, what's funny too is like we went through a big like redesign like after I made the business card, so the business cards don't even reflect the current design of that channel. So, shit happens, man. I when I first started streaming, when I first started streaming, again, it's, I feel like I need to do a crash course on this. Like, just be real with people. Like mm -hmm. before, I had any idea what type of content I would stream. Before I realized, like before, I would feel comfortable letting my personality actually be on the internet because mm -hmm. there was a lot of resistance to that at first. Oh yeah, there always is. And I'm making like assets for my stream and stuff like that. This is probably post me buying a computer. I started to design business cards for, and it's just like I was like, this way when I go to PAX, I can hand these out and be like, to who? To my audience? Like, yeah. the, like I literally <laughs> have been streaming for a week and a half, and I'm making a business card. Like, not that that exercise isn't healthy just to mentally go through, but like I'm pretty sure there was a reason why I, someone was like, you shouldn't print business cards right now, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll wait for a sale. Mm. Like. Like no real reason. T 
tell you what, I tell you what though, I did go to PAX. I went to PAX, uh, what, th- two or three years ago at this? Well, I guess it would be three because it was right before my daughter was born. I was met, it fun? It, it was amazing. I want to go again so bad. And my plan is to have like a group of us go and just go and hang out and pl- do PAX things. Uh, cause you know, you do PAX things. I don't know. Uh, but I was at the Xbox booth and we were playing State of Decay and, Morgan Webb and Major Nelson were standing there, and I met Holy shit. I met both of them. Oh man! And I had like what, probably fifty business cards in my pocket, and I met them. <laughs> and my, I, we turn around and walk away. My friend's like, "Why didn't you fucking give Major Nelson your business card?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> He's Major Nelson. I I do a podcast on the weekends. What do you want from me? <laughs> so. What's Although, funny about that? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I did meet Morgan Webb, my childhood childhood crush, though. It was awesome. I would say she potentially would still be my crush. Depending oh, that's air. I, I think run into her. Was, she was definitely my crush. Oh, I mean, yeah. She, she aged well. <laughs> um, God, whenever... I don't know how I don't know how I would act if I just saw her in person. Just like just like another one. I don't know how I would act if I saw her in person. Olivia Munn. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know how. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I mean, I'm not going to go to jail. Let's put it that way. But it's going to be one of those situations where it's like, is that dude okay? <laughs> That's kind of how I felt. Okay. That's kind of how I felt when, when I met Morgan. <laughs> I was like, oh, hi. I don't want to be that guy, but I watched your show a lot when I was like younger. By my we want we want we want to becoming caricatures of those of those horror stories we hear women talk about. I know. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I, I would I would not come across in any way like a person that she would want to engage with <laughs> for any reason. <laughs> I know. It's like oh, another exactly. one of those. I mean, yes, I mean, it's yes. not it's not like I watch X play for Adam fucking Sessler. <laughs> not gonna lie <laughs> I, to you. I did I did like Sessler's soapbox. It was one of my favorite little segments. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's true. <laughs> uh. Um, but Corey, even so, my parents owned a hardware store. Uh, for a long time uh, when I was growing up. And I think when I was eight, I went to a hardware convention and I met Richard Karn, who is uh, Al. Al Borland. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I gave him my business card when I was like eight. Wow. So even I remembered. Yeah. That that could have been the turning point of my... uh... The podcasting career was giving Morgan Webb. She she may have listened once. Major Nelson. Major Nelson. <laughs> That's great. Oh, oh man. man. That was awesome. Uh, we, should, we definitely I I would be all I would be game to go if we are able to go at any point. Well, I could just it I think you're on the way, so I could just pick you up. Uh, do you drive there? Yeah, I drove there. No shit. Yeah, it's only a, it's only a 12-hour drive from here. Man, that's, think about being in a car for 12 hours. It was awesome. That's too many hours for me. That's that's too many hours for me. Well, you can fly there. I'm not driving to Virginia or wherever <laughs> you are. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you drive the, if you drive Virginia, I'll I'll offer the drive like the rest of the way. No, I, I I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people that don't like it when people drive my car, so I will drive the whole way. Uh, I I, got, I, a, I understand that. I, understand. I will. I will pay for a fuel up at a gas station, um, but I will be a good passenger. That's about all the more I can contribute. See, That's fine. no, no, I, I suck as a passenger because if I'm in a car and I'm not driving, I fall asleep. 
Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I don't care. I Look, I can load up my phone with some podcasts if people sleep all the way there and I'll just listen to the podcast. I'm fine. <laughs> if this ever happens, I hope you load it all up with Boss Rush podcasts. They will be. <laughs> just like just to make it awkward for me. Like, oh, you actually just listen to these. That's that's it. You don't get any other outside content. But, oh. yeah, but, but not like not like the recent ones, like the first couple episodes <laughs> where like it wasn't even called Boss Rush podcast at the, at the time. It was called the NX show. And we had no idea what we wanted to do or do with it. it or anything. Oh, oh, my God. Can you yeah. can you imagine being can you imagine being on a road trip? He he breaks out one of the podcasts, and you and you and you accidentally wake up to you to one of your talking your your own talking segments. <laughs> we go to split the bill for something, and all these pictures of Morgan Webb fall out of his wallet. And I'm like, what is going on? Here? <laughs> By the way, I just looked her up. She's only 42 years old. I, I looked her up too. Yeah, I I, I didn't look her up. I'm not the creep. <laughs> Olivia Munn is 40. Adam Sessler is 47. So there you go. That's Olivia funny. Munn I'm hasn't not... aged in about 20 years. Yeah, I know. Yeah, she looks. Yeah, she looks about the same since we first saw her. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, before I just start drooling over this image of her, I'm just gonna close this and talk about what I've been doing. Uh, I mean, like LeBron and and. Joe, I've been creating a bunch of assets for this standard def and uh, the new Tower Casuals thumbnails, which, by the way, I'm quite proud of. Not going to lie, I stole a little inspiration from, from Bife, but I don't know. Mine are colorful. His are just black and yellow. Mine are colorful. Sorry, Bife. You and your strong British accent and smart-sounding voice. That guy can talk. Gotta say. Yeah. Gotta say. But, uh, I mean, that's kind of all I've been doing. I played some Iron Banner. I played a lot of Disney Emoji Blitz, putting my child down for bed. That's always a good time, especially when you run out of lives and it asks you for money. Just straight up, like, hey. Money. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's just Mickey Mouse. Ha, ha give me money. Ha. So. Uh, what's the last four of your credit cards? Uh, asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, so uh, what else was I playing, though? I don't know. I was playing something on Switch, but I don't remember. I guess I... Oh, I've, I was playing Hybroxia 2 uh, was the other game I was playing on Switch. So, uh, And Super Meat Boy Forever. So, uh, Alright, guys. Now that, now that we're uh, an hour and 22 minutes into this show, we're going to get into... <laughs> Get into some of these news topics. I'm gonna. I might skip some of them just because we've been. We have been going a little bit long, and I do want to have conversations on some of this stuff. But uh, news bit number one: Gearbox Software, developers of franchises like Borderlands, Battleborn, and Duke Nukem Forever, is no longer an independent developer. This past week, the company was purchased for 1.3 billion dollars by the Embracer Group, parent company of THQ Nordic. The acquisition is said to provide access to capital, adding. Rocket fuel to its quote powerful engine, yeah, that uh, altered Unreal two point one engine that they've been using for Borderlands for like yeah since the beginning, uh, and it's said to become quote a significant part of the Embracer Group's diverse and robust family of uh, companies. Controversial head of Gearbox, Randy Pitchford, will continue to lead the company. Though there's no projects far enough into development at the time as most of the team is still supporting their most recent title, Borderlands 3, which came out on Xbox One and PS4. 
2019 with free upgrades to current gen late last year. Man, Gearbox is like, I got to tell you, they're one of the most lucky companies I've ever seen in the industry, right? With the with the Alien Colonial Marines fiasco, with the Battleborn stuff, with the Duke Nukem stuff. Yeah. Randy himself in the f- a lot of the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I was all just the time. about to mention how I was just about I was just about to mention how like it's it's amazing he's been quiet for like the last two years. Like like I mean like he hasn't he hasn't come out of pocket in in, in a hot minute. <laughs> I wonder yeah. I wonder if that's two K saying shut up while we market Borderlands. Hey, hey, they probably did. They probably did. Uh, what is it called? Censure? Is that is that the term? Uh, I I don't know. Uh, basically, yeah, it's basically shut your damn mouth. <laughs> How's that meme go? You should have just sat there and ate your food, like one that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, it just seems like Borderlands just keeps saving this company, and the fact that they were yeah. bought, they were bought for one point three billion dollars, and they don't even own Borderlands, their biggest franchise, is mm-hmm. crazy. It's crazy to me yeah. that they did that. That happened. They don't even own Borderlands. Yeah. I mean, does it ever? Does it make you think that they have some sort of other IP in the works? Then that's like, like, like what? Bulletstorm Two, Duke Nukem I reboot. I mean, like, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, Borderlands is good. Like, it it is a good game. I. The, the most Borderlands, Borderlands 3 I didn't I never finished uh, I think something else came out I'm pretty sure it was a Destiny expansion it was probably Shadowkeep or something mm-hmm. um, and it's just like I was like started playing Borderlands I'm like I like it and then it's just like ooh something else like uh, I, I I don't get the 1.3 billion uh, and again like I would be super nervous if I, I would expect them to be like okay Randy you're gonna get this role but you don't you don't have like access to like any type of like platform or a podium or anything like that because mm-hmm. every I, I felt like right before Borderlands three come out it was like every other week that it was just like he said something or did something that was like weird also yeah. the fiascos of all their like live streams and reveals were like mm-hmm. borderline nightmare mm-hmm. um, I don't know Borderlands three is a good game but yeah I don't know what the the money is for really. And I don't know what the engine like. It, it must be doing something that I'm not aware of, which is very likely. But yeah, I don't know. Good for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's fine, but they don't they don't own anything really of any significance. Like they don't own Brother in Arms. Ubisoft owns that. Uh, they don't own, own Borderlands. Two K owns that. They own Duke Nukem, but who cares about Duke Nukem? They own Battleborn. Well, the last game was really good, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the interview where Randy Pitchard compared Duke Dukem Forever to Half Life? No. Yeah. I believe no. It. He but did. That, sh- that sounds like that sounds like an absolute shit show. It was in an just, it was just... in an interview. It was in an interview that they did with uh, IG that he did with IGN with Ryan McCaffrey. It's a two part interview. I really recommend looking it up because it is it's laughably just you... this guy, man. And this would be this was you know before what? all of his like magic trick fiasco stuff. Like it's just 
I, I remember I remember seeing him in his early days, like, you know, because I, I had friends who went to E3, E3 all the time, and, you know, like, they'd take video cameras and video record everything, so when they get back home, they could show all those guys who didn't go out there and all that stuff, and I remember seeing some of his early stuff when he'd be out there on the floor talking about things, and I'm like, man, this guy's full of shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's a salesperson. I gotta give him that. And I mean, and this is and yeah. this is before this is before I had the wolves pulled over, you know, put over my eyes, you know, with Alien Colonial Marines because I love the Alien movie franchise, and Man. and basically he snake oiled my ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there was that that game had that one line of code that like someone went in and fixed Alien the, Colonial Marines. Like the, yeah. Alien- the, but it was like there was like series like one code that was like clearly like copied in wrong or something. They spelled, yeah, that they, they spelled never a- matched. They spelled aliens wrong, I think, was the yeah. or something. Yeah, it was something like it was something like that. It was like one digit off. They, mm-hmm. Someone someone went in, data mined, fixed the code, and when they ran the game, like basically the AI performed the way it was it was meant to perform. <laughs> yeah. It, man. So okay, so the, the IP that they actually own. Homeworld, which I don't even know what that is. Uh, Godfall. Oof. Yeah. Duke Nukem. Okay. <laughs> and Battleborn. That's the IP that they own. Now, to be fair, the Embracer group could probably make a deal with 2K and say, hey, we could partner and let Gearbox keep making Borderlands games. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would be opposed to that, but... Yeah, the fact that their most profitable IP is something that they don't even own, and everything else that they do own, they just kind of, you know, failed. One point three billion dollars, guys. I don't know. They they must have they must have some phenomenal assets on their staff or something, you know. Which is why, like, you know, hey, like we don't we don't want to break up the band just yet, but keep going the way it's going. We gonna break up the band. Yeah. You know what? That's a fair point, though. They the. They're capable of very talented things, that studio. You know what I mean? Like clearly, mm-hmm. like if they're they're given the right environment and time, I suppose, like they do have a good team there. Because again, like Borderlands three is a good game. Like it wasn't really broken or anything like that that I'm yeah. aware of. It kind of did what it was supposed to do. And mm-hmm. I, I think anybody that's a fan of Borderlands liked it. I mean, there's probably mm-hmm. people opposed to that, but they did the Series X thing very quickly which is really every game should be doing it if it's still being played mm-hmm. um the division just did it, i don't I know think, right it did and the, the man i gotta say and this this is maybe me being too much of a console gamer i'm looking to change that someday uh someday soon maybe uh but frames i gotta say they they do kind of beat resolution yeah like yeah as, yes the division in 60 frames plays like a different game. Mm-hmm. So does Destiny, right? So Destiny, like I mean, but like you think frames, you're just like oh speed or like the, the but like the color is more consistent and it looks less mm-hmm. muddy. Like everything yeah. about it looks better. Destiny looks fucking fantastic now mm-hmm. on a console. Mm-hmm. I'm playing on my Series S in the office, like while I'm editing stuff, and it's just like I'm like man, this is like one of the best looking games I've ever seen. It was amazing. Yeah, man. It like when I loaded up the division, it was like, oh, first off, the loading screen was not horrendous, and then it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, then it's like, oh, I'm playing. It's like, look, I'm moving, and it's the characters moving when I'm pushing the button. <laughs> it looks good. The characters moving when I press the stick forward. Amazing. Look at that. 
I got to say, my own internal latency. I got to say, as a PC, as a PC gamer, like, cause, um, man, I, I knew the PS5 was going to be a game changer. The PS5 and the Xbox Series X and S were going to be game changers as far as like what's going to happen with with like console gaming and stuff like that. But it was still it was still amazing just like just playing some of these games like Miles Morales for example and um and and freaking Uncharted 4 and these games are these running at full 60 frames, you know. And it's like, "Oh my god, like I did not even imagine this this you know on a on a PlayStation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So congrats Gearbox Software I guess for being acquired by the Embracer group and uh... somewhere somewhere a claptrap claptrap is blowing like one of those little party horn things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean enjoy your enjoy your extended lease on life or I I guess because I don't know. I feel like I feel like w- Outside of Borderlands, like pretty much nobody had Gearbox's name in their mouth, no. and and people and people like, would cringe, if, and people would cringe whenever they hear Gearbox is developing something that they trust. Yeah, it's like, man, but Borderlands has made them like a bajillion dollars, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you can't you can't drop it unless you're ready to stop making money. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna yeah. find out here in like a week or two that they're gonna be making a Star Wars game or something. Oh. Oh no! Oh, no. Hey. Republic Commando hey, we'll... Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah. god! By the way, did you see what? the? It, well, I guess we can talk about it later. But the, did you see who that people have narrowed down who they think is making the Knights of the Old Republic remake? No, uh, no, I didn't. It's no. Uh, Aspire, who is also owned by the Embracer Group. Mm. So, which was purchased like two weeks ago. So, all right, guys. Yeah. We are we are going to move on to this next story, which I'm excited to talk about. Mass Effect Legendary Edition finally has a release date. Announced by Game Informer via their cover story reveal, Bioware's epic sci-fi masterpiece is set to release on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC with targeted Series X and PS5 enhancements on May 14th, 2021. Though it is missing Mass Effect 3's multiplayer modes and the original game's pinnacle station due to lost code, the rest of the series is intact with over 40 DLC and a completely overhauled Mass Effect 1 combat and armor system to bring it more in line with its sequels. Also noted by GI, the release allows more options while creating a person of color and female characters. So, Corey, can you tell me if it has more butts in it? Because I really like the butts in Mass Effect. <laughs> I was hoping for more of them. Let me tell you, they have adjusted the camera angles to uh, steer away from Miranda's butt. I was going to say, I, 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 was about, I was about to say, because like, it seems like we were always like, you know, like six inches up her ass mm-hmm. in Mass Effect 2. That's where <laughs> I aspire to be. <laughs> I, I, in, that, in, that, in that white, uh, like a honeycomb cat suit that she had on. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's really nice. Man. <laughs> I have one right over here. No. What, a Miranda I, or a cat what? suit that you wear at night? <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know, you know. Honestly, they paraded Miranda around so much in Mass Effect Two that she was my obvious choice for the romance. Option. Well, yeah, and then and then yeah. like like a year later, I'm sitting there watching the end of Dexter, and I'm like, "Holy shit, that's Miranda <laughs> with blonde hair. That's even better." Oh man, oh man. So the pinnacle, oh, made, the pinnacle I, station sucks too, though. I, that was never that fun. Yeah, plus it doesn't really a, tie into the 
the main story though at all. There's like no hooks from Pinnacle Station, right? None. Nah, no, no, none, zero. So, I mean, Pinnacle Station was fine. I got the achievements, but I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you got yeah, you got the achievement because I I did my Mass Effect trilogy run, my initial Mass Effect trilogy run on PS3, and and it was and it was not available on the PS3 version, and I didn't even know it was a thing until I I played the Mass Effect trilogy on PC. Probably why and the I was code like, was lost. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, didn't a different team yeah. make Pinnacle Station? Wasn't it like a secondary it was, team yeah. or something? Yeah. So, but it's also just a rehash of levels. Like they just like wall off certain like areas, and like you yeah. can play that in that simulator. Yeah. So, yeah, you know that's the fun- that's the funny part because like when I did play the PC version, I was like, wait, did I did I did I play this? Did I just reroute a mission? I, I was really thinking that. Yeah. So. <sighs> I'm I'm really excited for Mass Effect though. That trailer showing off the differences in in just even Mass Effect One. They've yeah. been releasing a lot of videos, side by side comparisons, and just like the way they've overhauled some of the lighting stuff and just the textures and the and even like rebuilding some of the levels was like it was awesome. It was really cool. Man, that screenshot of Eden Prime. Mm. Oh my God! You know there was no longer a red filter on the horizon. Oh my! <laughs> right. That was the most gorgeous thing, man. I know. It it, it it totally looks like a believable planet where humans live on, and not some alien planet where we just wound up on to get annihilated. Right. <laughs> man, I cannot wait until I hear the 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 map music again. I know. In my oh headphones. yes. I know. Yes. I know. Yeah. Mm. By the way. Wait, wait. By wait, the way, wait, whose wife whose wife hates that music? <laughs> Mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. By the she way, heard it right now, I guarantee you, and it's like, no. By the way, when that when that series comes out, remind me not to romance the racist. Remind me to kill her. Wait, wait, Who? did you romance her the first game? Yeah, I did. She totally did. <gasps> oh, sure I'm did. so sorry. My first Ashley. playthrough. Ashley. My first playthrough. Oh. I was like, I was like, oh well, she hates aliens. Okay. Mm. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> In the remaster, she's wearing a MAGA hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be Make uh, America. What would be? In her pistol holder, she pulls out this white hood, and you're like, oh, how'd that get there? Oh. Whoa. <laughs> this seems a weird choice. You know, what, you know what's funny? I played Mass Effect. I played Mass Effect like, like if I was... I, play, I treated Mass Effect like it was Star Trek, so I, I kind of like had those Star Trek principles in it. Yeah. And when I immediately caught into the fact that she was like racist and xenophobe and all this stuff, I was like, like, nah, nah, nah. She went on. She went on very few missions. Of course, when the, of course when the Vermeer thing happened, of course. Oh sure. <laughs> See, the, yeah. the reason why I didn't romance, why I romanced her instead of uh, the other guy, what's his name, Caden. Uh, wait, uh, the second the second playthrough of of Mass Effect One, I was mm-hmm. Femshep and I romanced Liara, and that was the playthrough that I continued. But the first time I played mm-hmm. Mass Effect One, I did Ashley, and the only reason I killed Caden was because I couldn't get Karth Onassi from Knights of the Republic out of my head when I heard his voice because it's the same the voice, voice actor, and I oh. hated Karth so much. I hated oh, him. Oh, okay. So. That's why I killed him. And I was like, Ugh, "Can't." Gotcha. But also, gotcha. I, I'm like, I should pro- should have probably picked the nice, annoying guy over the uh, terrible, <laughs> army-ridden racist over here. You know what I mean? Ugh. I definitely don't like. 
everyone that plays Mass Effect is like, I like that you can go and choose different things. I can replay it, and it's a different game. I played the first <laughs> Mass Effect, I would say, confidently at least six times. I can also say that every time I romance <laughs> Liara, every time I made the same goddamn decisions, I changed yeah. nothing. When it, when it came, yeah, uh, yeah, same here. Like, I romanced, I romanced Liara the first game. As a matter of fact, I romanced Liara the first game. I romanced Miranda the second game. And then I was like, oh, we can we can actually do same-sex ones now and, and uh, as the male? Like, um, yeah, I, 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 I romanced Caden. Oh, I thought you were going to do the, you, the guy that Freddie Prince Jr. uh Oh, is, you can't you can't romance him as a male. You can't. I uh, thought that was like Fim's, the big drawing. I thought that was like the big. No, Phil Shep can romance the other the other guy that's in the hangar bay with him. You can romance him as as a male, mm. as a male character. But uh, but 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 uh, but Vega uh, can be romanced by Phil Shep. Mm. I only play as Phil Shep. I've never played as male Shep. I played as <sighs> male Shep only, the first time. And then the I only reason there. why. The, the only reason why I did not play primarily as Femshep is because is because all I, I like I, I played Mass Effect when the Mass Effect trilogies were released, so when the bundles were released and not each game through. But I remember in the entire time that the that the game was being released and promoted and stuff like that, they always had male Shepherd on all the covers. So I so in my head I was like Shep, male Shepherd is the bona fide like hero. And I also went through like the creative character, and I'm sorry, like the creative character, all those, all those palettes and stuff. They look, they looked bad in the first Mass Effect. Is, so is I your, immediately, <laughs> I immediately went at, goth or emo. <laughs> <laughs> so I immediately just went default John Shepard and just started the game. Like the entire time I was trying to make Femship, I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna make a tan girl with red hair and some bright pink lipstick, and I don't care what anybody says. Oh, oh man. mine was like super pale with black lips or like whatever and red, like <laughs> red or purple hair. I had Short a lot hair. of I had a lot of friends. I had a lot of friends that that really because I got a lot of friends on the Mass Effect after it took forever for friends to get me on the Mass Effect. I got I got a bunch of friends on there, and a lot of my friends they they a lot of them wanted to play as a female shepherd, and they're like, man, like it's so hard to create like a realistic looking person, you know, you know, in the first Mass Effect. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you because I just picked the default character and, and, and ran with it. <laughs> it's like, fair. do you want her nose to be inverted? And be like, why would anybody want that? And be like, well, it's an option. <laughs> <laughs> One of your two choices. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's something crazy, though. You know how, like, Miranda's, like, the ice queen? Like, she's, like, the, the ice queen of, of Mass Effect? Mm -hmm. Okay, so, like, like I told you, I, I romanced her in the second one. But, but by the time we meet her in the third one, like, you've already started your romance options for your new characters and everything, right? You can make Miranda cry in the third Mass Effect. Hmm. With the yeah, like I mean, no, you'll see actual tears. Like you, you will see them. So just be careful if you're not ready to see her that way. Also, hmm. tried hard to romance Jack. As a female, yeah. yeah. The, wait, I think she's yeah. Like, uh, well, the, uh, uh, a trivia thing. Like they want, they were trying to make her pansexual. And then something at the last minute changed their minds, and she was only a, a male shepherd romance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They should just make they. Should, that's the one big change they should make this, in this game. It's just like it's gotta so be. Far, it's gotta be. So far in the future. They're so far in the future. Everybody should be so, fucking everybody. I mean, also, this I mean, is a question that I, mean, I have I mean, about I mean, humans. <laughs> this is a question that I have about Mass Effect and or in games that you make choices in general. Isn't it? Wouldn't it be harder to code? 
like separate love interests instead of just like yeah allowing you to like romance anybody you know like yeah i feel like i feel like it's such a waste of time to like script out you know yeah (laughs) no in this universe where there's aliens and you're in space you can only (laughs) fuck girls if you're a guy hold on hold on hold on hold on human women hooking up with krogan you're, t- you're telling me That's nobody fine. can just have. You're telling me nobody can have just uh, sex with anybody in that universe. Even Look, women. How big do you think a Krogan boy, dick is, by the, the way? The aliens. The aliens with the aliens with multiple with, with, with multiple you know genitalia and 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 four sets of testicles. You know, like oh, women, you know, human women can take that no problem. What do you think? So, a, what do you think? What do you think a Krogan dick looks like? I bet I it hurts. I didn't need to know that because the game went out of their way to tell you that they had multiple testicles. So I did not need to know. <laughs> How many dicks do they have? <laughs> do they have one for? Do they have one for each set of testicles, or do they just got one? Hey, they they are they are an endangered species. So I guess they need as many as they can get to try and keep their race. Let's be honest, up. though. If if you're if you had two dicks, you'd be like, oh, he has two dicks. But if you have, you have to have more if they're like his multiple genitalia, because you you would say the number two <laughs> if it was just two, so it has to be more than yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> also, oh, God. we can no. thank. I'm looking at the article right now for Jack was originally going to be pansexual uh, romance. The negative backlash and the reason why they changed it, Fox News. Hmm. Of course, Fox News. Of course, Fox News, because Fox News, uh, Fox News railroaded something else. How the fuck do they ruin my game for me? And like, because like in the game, it feels like you can romance her as Fem Shep. Like it feels like there's moments. Where yeah, like, like I saw that I, thing. Like, oh, this is the one. This is the one. And then it's I, like, saw the like, flirty, I saw the flirty. I saw the. I saw the flirty dialogue w- between them. Like I watched the YouTube video with the flirty dialogue between female Shep and and, and Jack and and like they even they even they even some of them were entitled like you know like Mass Effect's biggest joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Jack's just a tease. Yeah. Hmm. I like Jack. Hmm. I'm sorry, though. I, I'm sorry. Me, personally, I don't think I can hook up with her. Like, she's too crazy of a biotic. I'm, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to hook up with her, and then, like, something doesn't go her way after the hookup happens. <laughs> next thing you know, next thing you know, you're the new coating of paint on the walls in the Normandy. Right. right. <laughs> I'm fine with it as long as it's after. <laughs> <laughs> Put my own coat on right before. So <laughs> Get it? Just you yeah. only need one. You only need one time, guys. You only, yep. That's it. Going out on a high note. I don't know. I'm probably gonna stick with my Liara playthrough though, just because like I don't know. I hate to say it, but I'm probably gonna uh, completely mirror the same choices and decisions I made, with oh, the exception of I'm not. With the exception of I'm not gonna lay out the freaking reporter each oh, time I, I see. Her. You should just do it anyway. It'll be hilarious. Like also, your par- I... your paragon the whole way, except then you just punch the reporter every time. <laughs> I hope they fix Jessica Chobot's face in yeah. Mass Effect 3. I was yes. watching that the other day, and it looks so... And I realized that she has, like, bigger cheeks, but it looks real weird. By the way, by yeah. the way, we were watching... We were wa- There's a... Sh- uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched the show Expedition Unknown. It's on the Travel mm-hmm. Channel or Discovery Channel, mm-hmm. one of those shows. They have, like, yeah. a supernatural one now that he produces called uh, Expedition X or whatever, where they go and and uh explore extraterrestrial discoveries mm-hmm. jessica chobot hosts that show yeah what? 
She's yeah. had that for a, she's had a version of that for a while. She has a podcast about it. And I looked, I I looked, oh, I'm tough. like, man, how, she's been around forever, and she looks like she has an age today, and she's she's still she's like 45 too. I'm like, man, that's great. Yeah. Uh, look at us. We're just like a bunch of horny old guys just sitting here I, talking I, about our my my motives and desires have not changed since I was 16. <laughs> I mean, that's I can't. That is not a great thing, but I am proud of it. You know, I can I, I can say that for, I can say that for, about myself as well. Like, I mean, it's slightly evolved, but it's still it, at, at its core, it's still the same. Oh yeah, I'd say it's I, more, I I'd say our wants are more sophisticated. Themselves. Yeah, I do my pinky out when I'm objectifying people. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of objectifying people, I I fell down the uh, the silhouette challenge thing on Instagram reels. Oh, just, I'm like I gotta stop watching this. I'm just gonna have Wait, a third kid. That? I'll let you look it up on your own the time. Silhouette. All right. <laughs> just a fair warning. This is my own time. Let's just, oh, let's just let's just say you will never look at red lights the same way again. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of red lights, we're gonna move on to our next story here. <laughs> uh, were you excited to play Diablo Four and Overwatch Two this year, guys? I sure as uh, hell was. I was ex- I was definitely excited for Diablo Four. Well, but I redownloaded Diablo Three. We have sad news. Blizzard said via social media that it, quote, not to expect Diablo 4 or Overwatch 2 in 2021. This is rough considering both games were announced in 2019. What was announced, however, was that Activision Blizzard uh, is looking to remaster more of their back catalog of games. But what's left to remaster? Vicarious Visions uh, being folded into Blizzard uh, mixed with these announcements makes the Diablo 2 rumor more likely, as well as a secondary team like Toys for Bob or Raven remastering older Call of Duty campaigns or... Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, three and four. Uh, this is sad because, like, I I was I, I was looking I was watching some Overwatch stuff the other day because I think I think a new character just came out or something like or a new event that revolved around a character or something. I don't know. I haven't played Overwatch in like a year. I'm like, you know what I could do? I could go for some more Overwatch right now. I guess I guess I could play Overwatch one, but I'm like, I could I could do I could do Overwatch right? Like Overwatch is fun. Sometimes I, I've I've only played it a handful of times, and I I'll be honest, I didn't I didn't care for it, but I I get hung up in these. This is a this is a me problem that I when I play like a first person shooter, if like the mechanics aren't really around the first person shooter aspect of it, like it's not like a skilled gunplay aiming type thing, mm-hmm. I get really frustrated because I cannot do the math of being like. Oh, if I counter with this and then I do this and I do this power, and then I fly up here and mm-hmm. then I do this. Like I can't. That doesn't make sense to me. So yeah. I get really frustrated at games that like have the illusion that I can play it and I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so everybody, everybody has that one game. <laughs> so Overwatch is that game for me. That's just like I, I wish I like. And like if when Overwatch Two comes out, I would probably try to play it just to see if, but like, it's a little bit better. But I feel like the that. You, boat has sailed you know what you know what you know that one game for me is like that mm. freaking super smash brothers mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. super smash brothers you know like the only time it's fun for me is when i'm playing by myself if i'm playing for the people no it's not a good time it, 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 it's not a good time people are disinvited from my house stuff like that you know they're disinvited from my house playing smash brothers almost as fast as they're disinvited from my house playing mario kart 
<laughs> I wish they would just make a smash cart, by the way. Like, just include... A smash cart? Well, I, I mean, like... No! No, I mean, like, it's still Mario Kart, but you just add the characters from the other franchises the characters in there. Smash. It's just like, yeah, okay, oh, so well, I could be can Fox, you... and I could f- use an R-Wing car and Samus and her, you know... Can, uh, their grapple beam? <laughs> or, the, or the ice beam? Why not? <laughs> I mean, driving with ice beam. I mean, why not? I, it's just... <laughs> they put Link in there, and he has a sword, so... Yeah. I, you know, you know what will, you will be perfect, though? Like if Samus is the ice beam, but it has the original NES ice beam noise <laughs> when you get hit, you hear that 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 laser buzzing noise. It'd be awesome. I would a hundred percent play a Mario Kart that had like a retro skin on it, like you know, in like a great remaster of the Master Chief Collection. How you can switch between like the classic graphics and the the current and ones, the updated ones. Yeah, man, I would love some really like old Mario Kart graphics but on modern maps. Yeah. Oh god, playing playing as playing as the OG Super Mario Super Mario Brothers Bowser. Oh, I love it. Yeah, Crash awesome. Crash did it. Crash Team Racing did it. They have retro skins on there so you can play with like a very polygon oriented like Crash. Mm-hmm. Uh it it looks like it reminds you of the old style but like it's it's functional. Mm-hmm. I think they they did that in the the Mario uh the what's the Switch Mario game with the hats. Odyssey. They put Odyssey. Uh, Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. But you go to the castle at the end, and it's you can do like the retro skin. Whoa! Spoilers, dude. That's. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come. I mean, come on, guys. Like anyone can get Mario Odyssey on on a on a random Wednesday for thirty bucks. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta ask, what's going on at Blizzard though? Like I. I couldn't tell you. I, I I don't I don't know and I don't understand it. You know the vicarious visions, you know, being folded into them, it, it threw it threw us a red flag over at Crossroads a couple of week a couple of weeks ago when we when we spoke about it because you know like it kind of it kind of ruined it kind of ruined some plans. You know Tony Hawk Tony Hawk's Pro Skater three and four. According to the announcement, there they said that vicarious visions are only going to be working on Blizzard content. So there's a good there's a good possibility we we won't see. Pro Skater three and four, you know, and that's 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 sad, you know. Um, I mean, I think I think we could see that just because the the engine is there and all the tricks are already in Tony Hawk mm-hmm. one and two, so they could theoretically just make those levels and you know, I I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how game design works, but they could just like copy paste the, the characters and the move sets in in three and four, right? Like that theoretically could happen. Uh, I honestly thought it was going to be DLC for one and two. I get kind of PO'd every time a game doesn't kind of, I, any game that you know has more to tell or like a thing, like just make the hub, just make a Tony Hawk hub and then make it downloadable. Just like, let me just play all of them in there. I don't want two games to load. I want to be able to choose which one I want to install. I agree. I, I kind of assumed that they would have like, Hey, for an extra twenty dollars, you can get Tony Hawk Three. Mm-hmm. For an extra twenty, you can, like that makes sense to me, and I don't know why they wouldn't do it. The way that that one looks looks good. So, like, if they're going to release a whole other package, I feel like it would have to look better or plus, be different. Yeah. Well, plus, and I don't plus want the, that. Plus, the Tony Hawk One and Two menu system is already set up to add three and four in there, right? Because you yeah. ha- you have to choose which set of levels you want to play, right? Like, there's like a mm-hmm. there's like a free skate mode, and then there's like campaigns like tony hawk's pro skater and tony hawk's pro skater 2 those campaigns are separate menu items it's already set up to be dlc 
Which maybe don't get me maybe wrong. they'll maybe they'll shock us and it will be DLC. I mean, mm. don't yeah, don't get me wrong. Like there hasn't been anything announced. I'm sure something like that will be announced this year, where like oh, you can buy them separately or you can put them in, download them, put them in here. Master Chief Collection is the ideal hub of games, right? Like that, it's just I want every game to be like that. I want it, a gears they, like that. Yes, yes, like the gears one remaster. Just like make again, you don't have to fully remaster everything. Just make it a hub, make everything available in one way or in one like portal. Let you download content and then just make sure that it continually works. Preserve that game experience, those games, and just like I don't know, it's a little cherry on top. Master Chief Collection, as much as it sucked when it first came out, mm-hmm. has come such a long way and should be the example. Call of Duty should be next. You come up with a game every year, and now I have, if you play Warzone and you play Cold War, like which technically is like there's so much overlap between the two, and mm-hmm. Modern Warfare, like I have like technically two, like technically three games, but like there's two hub, two places for me to go. And then if I'm trying to switch from one to the other in the game, because there's a menu where I can switch from like Cold yeah. War to Warzone, it like loads out and then like, it like, like tries to like, do a bait and switch and then it loads the other game and it always messes up like just <laughs> just build I'm okay with it I, I know I'm paying $60 every year I'm fine with it just let me just let me do that in the easiest now. way possible it's fine $70 a year realistically is not that much I pay, I spend tw- $10, $20 a month on way shittier things yeah than a true. Video game it's true <laughs> uh, uh, so I don't know. The I mean I feel like I feel like Diablo 4 is also like where is it? Like I feel I I know like Blizzard has a history of just like announcing things and just, you know, letting it go or whatever, right? And yeah. it it's it's ready when Blizzard says it's ready type thing, but like I feel like Activision has more of a uh, stranglehold on Blizzard now since that all that upper management left and created their own studio yeah. to make, you know, classic Blizzard games, supposedly. So, I mean, they have great talent there, right? Rod Ferguson's there. Uh, he's he's leading the team. I just feel like, where is it? I just I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I, I, you know, and you know, maybe the Overwatch Two thing being delayed is not that big a deal because I mean, like Overwatch is just raking in hand over fist, you know, dough in the esports scene right now. Starcraft, hand, you know, massive, you know, raking in dough and stuff like that, you know. Uh, so maybe I don't know. They're 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 not failure to launch, but afraid to launch like the the, the next batch of content because they don't know how it's going to affect the the existing ecosystem. I can't see it hurting the the existing ecosystem. If anything, it's going to either enhance it or it's going to change focus in, in, a, in a completely positive way for them. Uh, but I mean, Diablo Four, come on, like I uh, Diablo Four was a new game when I started my job back in 2013. <laughs> So, you know, like, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of crazy that, you know, like Diablo 4 was announced and we thought we were on the cusp of getting it. And now it's been delayed, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, hmm. And like I was looking up IP that that Activision owns, but they don't anything that they've already like anything worth remastering. They've already done except for the three and four Tony Hawk games. They don't own Transformers. They don't own Ninja Turtles. They don't own. Yeah, uh, any of the Marvel, they don't do the Marvel stuff anymore. Like, what do they have? Old Call of Duty campaigns? Are we going to get Black Ops remastered this year? 
Like, yeah. By itself. Yeah, just the campaign though for forty bucks. Not in, the, not in any type of menu that I already have. I'm sorry. The, I'm sorry. The Call of Duty game, the Call of Duty game campaign that I wanted remastered was Modern Warfare. They already remastered that. That's the only one I cared about. <laughs> and then they remade it like six months later. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, um, I mean, maybe Advanced Warfare, but I hear Advanced Warfare is the one is the least liked one out for for the major well, they're Call not of gonna, Duty people. They're not going to do that either because Kevin Spacey's in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That fiasco. I I also think the game studios need to learn how to like properly assess timelines and targets and to keep their mouth shut. Like maybe don't announce a game like when you have an idea. Every time I have an idea, I don't exclaim it to everybody and be like, <laughs> "I'm going to do this" so that like all my failures are on public. I like you have to cultivate it and wait a little time before you know when you can announce something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I get that I get that the, the pandemic like probably had a play in a lot of this stuff. It, like, clearly so many games are like more or less taking a like a year of major development hit so far is going to impact more games than we know. I think we're going to see a lot of games just kind of go silent mm-hmm. uh, that were that mm-hmm. were they were announced last year or announced previously. It's just like oh hopefully no one will notice. So like part of that I get in general, there's a problem with people announcing games. Mass Effect is a prime example. We got that one, the announcement for it after it leaked however many times with like that teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it was, but like it was like what, like three weeks before they actually had the real announcement? Like, what? what's the point? Why just make the, the announcement make the of announcement. the announcement? Oh, yeah. Just, make, just do the real thing. Just show me. And that was my biggest thing. But like, they didn't show me anything. Right, like, yeah. Just sh- like, just sh- if you would have showed me that first thing, I would have probably pre-ordered it. But now I'm kind of like butthurt about it. I'm like, I'll just buy it when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But then again, that's 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 Bioware. That's been Bioware's thing for like the last decade, though. It's like they annoying. will. Like how they many, will, how many like times they will, have they, they teased will... Dragon Age Four? Right, like three, four times. They're like, we're working on it, guys. We're <laughs> We're gearing up. Uh, you for know, I, Dragon I'm Age. Their tri- I, you know, honestly, honestly, what they were doing the Mass Effect re, uh, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, made me frightened because it felt like it was the same thing that they did with Mass Effect Andromeda, and we all know how that turned out. Mm-hmm. It was okay, very, very well. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? It's a shining example. That's the other thing. You keep make we keep making the same mistakes. Like someone's got to learn, right? Like it's like. I mean, apparently not. I don't know. Apparently not. Just still doing it. Well, like, they've been doing it since what? I think the the two biggest ones were, like, Killzone 2 back in the day and, like, Watch Dogs, the original oh, Watch Dogs. Like, ugh. Man, by the way, don't play Watch Dogs on Wii U. I did that. That was a bad idea. <laughs> I, bad. I, I, I was just going to order a Wii U to play Watch Dogs. Mm-hmm. So weird. I still have it. I was I was thinking about going and buying the Wii U just to play Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, but wait, I have it on 3DS, so why do I need to waste that money? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna move into our quickies here. We're adding our fourth story into the quickies. So, uh, let me write down this timestamp because I'm a professional podcaster. All right, quickies. Story number one: Blade, the reboot of Marvel's Daywalker, starring Mahershala Ali. Has found its writer in Stacy Osei Kafour. I think I said that right. If not, sorry. Her credential server well. 
writing the critically acclaimed Watchmen show for HBO. She will be the first black woman to write a Marvel movie, though the comic giant has made strides uh, to be more inclusive in this aspect, as Captain Marvel is being directed by Nia DaCosta, also a black woman. So it's great. I like Blade, and I like Mahershala Ali, so I think this is going to be great. And have you seen Watchmen? No. Yes, I have. Corey? No, I have not. It's a show. You should watch it. It's not a movie. Uh, It is definitely top five best seasons of a TV series ever. It's really, really good. I hear it's good. I want to watch it, but I don't have HBO. But I I should uh, check in on that HBO Max or whatever, because it's probably on that, right? It is. Yeah. Yes, it is. So. It is. But my two favorite streaming services right now are Disney Plus and HBO Max. Mm. Uh, I, I can agree with that as well. Yeah. I would like to get HBO Max at some point. I probably will. Yeah, I, I, don't know. I don't know. Paramount Plus, as it's being called now, that's CBS All Access. As uh, Paramount Plus, though, you know, they keep pumping out the Star Trek series. <laughs> yeah, well, you're just a they, nerd. So. They, they, yeah. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't wear a red shirt. Um, so any, I mean, is there anybody excited for Blade? I like Blade. I, yeah. I am. I am. I am. And, and hopefully, and hopefully, it's a lot better than that Blade TV show that was on that was on the Sci-Fi Network, the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, I wasn't even aware of it. Yeah, <laughs> it was on for. I think it was on for three seasons, but it just Whoa. it it, it yeah. just never it just never grabbed me. It, it never yeah. grabbed me. Like I saw a couple of episodes, and I was like, um, what is this? What is this lukewarm? Who played Blade? I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember, remember that. I was excited for it, and then I never watched it. So I guess that was part of the problem. So. Hmm. All right, guys. Our next quickie here. EA announces the return of college football for the first time since 2013 with a new title simply called EA Sports College Football. It's interesting that the NCAA doesn't seem to be involved at all with each school being licensed through the colleges themselves. So more news came out about that today, that over 100 schools are signing uh, licensing deals with EA. So uh, EA promised that all players on each team will be, quote, randomly generated with random looks and stats and names. Mm-hmm. But that's what they said about the old ones, too. So mm-hmm. um, I can't wait for somebody to make those downloadable files. Oh, yeah. With all the players' correct names and heights and everything. So I don't I don't really care. I just know that people are excited for EA Sports College football. When Madden gets good, I will buy Madden. So it's, it's my thing. Our next I don't story. know anything about sports. Yeah. I, well, I love the I love the college football games. Uh, I I I I genuinely enjoyed uh, NCAA football back in the, back in the day and stuff. Um, but uh, but also like Sports titles, especially EA sports titles, got really stale with me. And so eventually, I fell off, and then it was, and then you know, I was just oh, one year, oh, there's no new NCAA game. Like oh, and then next year, oh, there's no new NCAA game. I, I, is it done? And then you know, like seven years later, now we're finally getting a new one. Yeah, <laughs> another game though that could use a hub with downloadable updates and not a new game every year because then you have yes. to think of all the stupid stuff you have to do that no one wants every sports yeah. game ever made so, every yeah. sports game 
every sports game. As a matter of fact, what you know what, man? Like, I I feel like they're gonna owe you some money real soon here, Joe, because they're gonna come up with this like they're gonna come up with this NCAA universe or or Madden universe they're, and stuff like that, you know? And and you're gonna it's gonna some, be like the Madden All Access Club. <laughs> And it's yeah, like, you're going like to be for $60 a year you get everything we can have and it's like yeah, yeah that's, and, that's and I'm going to be outside I'm going to be outside their their headquarters and be like that was Joe Wilson's idea. Sorry, <laughs> 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 that was Joe Wilson's <laughs> idea. Justice for Joe. <laughs> I someday I'm going to get my up and comings, I tell you, someday. <laughs> they're going to be like we they're, they're going to be like we'll pay you 3 cents 3 cents to the dollar for every title. <laughs> <laughs> which you know it. which is which is going to be a lot of money actually. Good deal. <laughs> yeah, three three percent. It's a lot of money. Speaking of up and coming, Resident Evil Village is significantly larger than Resident Evil Seven, and not just because of <laughs> nine foot six lady temperature scoot. Uh, but those details have to wait. Just know that the scope of the game will quote delight players. Oh god! Oh god! Did uh did y'all hear what I said when I when I when I saw the first impression of her? <laughs> yeah, I said it on, I said it on, on Crossroads. I was like, that's a big bitch. <laughs> you should have did a uh uh was it Deuce Bigelow? That's a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why is she so tall? <laughs> She, why is why is half of things in the Resident she, Evil series are the way they are? She makes Amazons look like pygmies. Oh. It's a weird Capcom thing. No, what's even weirder, though, is half the internet has a boner over her, though. I mean, she's not, she won't feel it. Yeah, it's going to be like throwing a pencil down a hallway. It literally would take everyone on the internet having a boner at the same time for her to make a difference to her. <laughs> I'm sure there's a Reddit oh. thread of people just posting their boners right now for her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> boner's not one of the banned words on Twitch right now, is it? Nah. No. Okay. Well, if not, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Boner, boner, boner. Uh, I mean, are you are you guys excited for Resident Evil, though? Yes. I'm When's the release date? Uh, May, May in May. May. It's like yeah. the week after Mass Effect or something, or the week just, before. A little bit of a like a. I know that there's other things that come into play, but like I really wish this Resident Evil game would come out around like, I don't know, fall and like Halloween because mm -hmm. I, yeah. I I I want to play it at that time. Yeah. I don't want to play it as a summer game. Yeah. Well, I feel like I, I feel like Capcom's timetable got screwed up with with the release of that game because of all the leaks and the, and the cyber intrusion they had uh, a year ago. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like also COVID. Like I feel like that game was supposed to come out in like January or February because there's like literally nothing right now except for Hitman and like I guess Mario this week. But you know what I mean? Like there's just like there's really yeah. not a lot. Which my roommate's playing Hitman right now, and he's and he says he is, he is underwhelmed. I will check it out when it's on sale, just like I did the other two games. And guess what? I played Hitman One, and I didn't. I, I I'm too impatient for that type of gameplay. So guess what? When Hitman Two came out, I bought it when it was on sale, and I went back to Hitman One, played that first level again. I'm like, I'm too impatient for this. So guess what? I will buy Hitman Three when it's on sale and experience the same thing because I suck. <laughs> yeah. 
I always I always try to be sneaky, and it's like it's always something stupid. And it's like the milkman's like, "Hey, what?" And it's like he sees me. It's like I'm shooting everybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I haven't played I haven't played a Hitman game since the first one. Like, uh, I, actually, in I'm talking like the old school ones. Like, like wasn't Hitman a thing before Max Payne? I don't think so. Don't are we talking about? I the, think, are, we, are we talking? Are we talking about the re the relaunch of, of Hit of Hitman? We're talking about the, the relaunch. The... We're ta- I'm talking okay, about the yeah, relaunch because, like, I know Hitman Two. Like the original Hitman Two was. I got it on GameCube, and I'm like, "Where's Hitman One?" It was a PC only title, and then they released Hitman Contracts, which was like a remix version of Hitman One. Uh, okay. See that that's the one I remember. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it. it, it yeah. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Cool. I'm excited for people to be horny over her for a long time. So, a lot of uh, cosplay yeah. on Instagram, by the way, of her already. already. Oh, oh, really? Mm-hmm. The white hat and everything? Yeah. Yep. Oof. You're you looking know, at you're uh, looking at the hat, Laron. Is that what you're looking at? No, 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 no. You come on. It's I. Okay. I'm I'm a simple man, but I'm all I'm the total package type of guy. So I, I it's got to be everything from top to bottom, and, and take that any way you want. <laughs> I'm more of Leron's a personality like, man. Laurent's <laughs> like, Laurent's like, if you're hot, we're fucking. That's, that's what he says. That's Leron, That's his quote on his OnlyFans page. I, 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 hey, hey, is it time for is it time for me to put it on sale? I'm just saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a shirt, in in the store, and say, if you're hot, we're fucking, and I'm gonna send you one. <laughs> that's gonna be on your merch store. Yeah. <laughs> Street Elvis merch store. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Just saying, it would sell. You're gonna, be, you're gonna be like that. You're gonna be like that notorious B.I.G. song, like, uh, like I'm fucking you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh, okay. okay. Next quickie. <laughs> Whoa. Is that is that is that what you say when you're shirt when you're shirt? <laughs> Okay. By the way, by the way, man, you did not have to call me out yesterday like you did on Twitter. I did. It was hilarious. <laughs> not five minutes after we're done I, recording, I I get on Twitter to like I'm like getting ready to edit the show, and I'm scrolling on Twitter while my while my Mac is booting up, and uh, all I see is is Laron like literally after like five minutes after we're done recording, sitting in his chair, like literally just poses, has his headphones around his neck with his shirt off. And he's like, just posting a pic of how I game or something. And I'm just like, we just needed, stopped recording. I, I needed a picture of clout this uh, for clout to show that I was gaming so I could, Oh, you know, okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. I was thirst trapped. I was thirst trapping for subs on, on YouTube. Wait, we need to do. Uh, I feel like we have to come up with a good name for it, a good hashtag or whatever. We should do a trend of being like how I how I like promote myself playing versus like what happens how in reality. Really... Yeah. So like you know, I post a picture of my setup. It's all clean, and then it's like I got tissue boxes on my feet or whatever, and there's a bunch of Cheetos on my chest or something. <laughs> but when I stopped streaming for a while after mixer closed like our air conditioner was out in our house and i will not be lying that i was just underwear in my gaming chair playing it was so hot in my house like doesn't help that i have like a 
a computer and an Xbox just like pumping heat on my face. Yeah. <laughs> but like I I could definitely tell like when I got up to finish gaming after those nights, like my back was like stuck to the chair. Like the grossest thing. Anyway, we need to make that a trend of like revealing how you actually play games. You know what? You know what? I'll do it. <laughs> I have no shame. I'll do it. Oh. I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I don't know how. Real I may have. To, I may have to make a secondary social media account, but yeah. I'll, just... <laughs> yeah. I'll have somebody else post it for me. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, no. I just bought. I just bought a bunch. Of, I just bought a bunch of rigging equipment because because uh, I, I I took a page out of your book. I started using the DSLR LR camera for for the streams and uh, yo like. Uh, uh, you know, I've got some cropping issues going because I need I need camera rigging, which I just ordered and stuff like that. But uh, but hey, like I I I like a nice crisp screen now. I it's yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's like it is infinitely better, but it just takes a lot more work. It does. It does. Like like setting it up, and you know, like I got the cam link now and all this stuff, and I'm going through yeah. settings. Like for some strange reason, though, my cam link and my OBS aren't jiving correctly, so I, what, I just what I, I have to do a, huh? What camera did you get? Uh, I'm using a, um, a Sony a, uh, a, A7R4. So check Sony's eh, – sorry, this, this is happening on the podcast, which is great. Uh, Sony has their new uh, Edge imaging software. That, edge imaging software, okay. And I believe you can run that to access – you can run it like as without going through the cam link now. You can run it as a webcam. Are you kidding me? I'm pretty sure. Check, just check yeah. it out. I don't. Can you I don't... tell me I just dropped 130 bucks for a cam link and probably didn't need it. <laughs> Maybe you could return it. Yeah, true. But or 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 sell it. But like the the quality is going to be different because I think the frame rate's lower. But I think it's uh, also a lot less stressful on your your hardware. So just okay. Check it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. I will. I will do that. As a matter of fact, I'll do that. Getting the gear up for uh, Tuesday night show. My buddy Thanks. told me Thanks about it. I still use the cam link because I have it set up and it's working. But my buddy told yeah. me that they updated their software. Sorry. Yeah, I just need to get I just need to get rigging and stuff like that. And uh, I, I, funny story, like uh, like my roommates came my one of my roommates came in my room the other day. Um, they they came to ask me they they came up to ask me of all things for a freaking thumb drive. And they saw like the cameras and stuff rigged up there, and they had my I have my key lights and everything. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? It's like a right, thing about to, about, <laughs> to, about to go online and play some games, like play games, like yeah, video games. You know, I had to grab my PlayStation controller, was sitting right beside me, and like video games. It was like a jigsaw puppet on your bed with his mouth open. It's like uh, I don't think I want. Uh, I, I swear, it's like it's like it's like people don't believe I have hobbies. <laughs> well, they do, just not the hobbies you claim to have. That's uh all right we're gonna we're gonna get into this uh next quickie here uh timestamp uh, i'm right i'm right okay where am i i gotta find my place oh no okay uh nintendo has announced that they have mo- have more titles to share in 2021 but will only announce them quote when it makes sense for them to do so Right now, Nintendo has Super Mario 3D World in February, Monster Hunter Rise and Apex Legends for March, new Pokemon Snap for April. It is worth noting that Nintendo has sold 70.92 million units as of this recording, including 13.8 million Switch lights outselling the Wii U by itself. Uh, Their best-selling game is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at 33.4 million units, Animal Crossing New Horizon at 31.18 million units, Smash Ultimate 
at almost 23 million units, Breath of the Wild at 22 million units, and Pokemon Sword and Shield at 20.3 million units. Uh, rounding out the top five are Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Party, Pokemon Let's Go, Splatoon 2, and New Super Mario Brothers U, all selling over 10 million units. So, you know, hold on. Before we, before we talk about the general discussion, why are they why are they touting out like the Switch Lite outselling the Wii U? Like that's an achievement. I, I mean. I mean, this, I this was this Dale. was just in the article. Nintendo, these weren't. Oh. This wasn't Nintendo's thing. This was from the article I got oh, from. Okay. Which was, I was about it to was say from uh, GameIndustry.biz. Said that uh, the Switch Lite has outsold the Wii U by itself. So, okay, because I was about to say, man, I can sell my day old socks and outsell the Wii U in like in, in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I own a Wii U. I'm a proud owner of a Wii U. Uh, okay, now then for the for the main for the main part of this, like uh, we'll announce games when it makes sense. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I can tell you what, what does it doesn't it... mean. It doesn't mean they're going to announce something two years before they don't say anything. <laughs> oh, like, well, I, I mean, which I, I, I appreciate. Mean, Nintendo's, Nintendo's had their hand in that cookie jar too, where my damn Metroid Prime sure. Four was announced well, four, to be, three years ago. To be fair, to be fair, they announced it, and then they did make a video saying we have to restart development on Metroid Prime Four. We will not say anything about it until we're ready. They did say that, okay. but say we'll, but we'll give them that. We'll, we'll give them that. They did announce Bayonetta three and Breath of the Wild two, right? In mm-hmm. Bayonetta three, mm-hmm. uh, Platinum has just said, "Stop asking us." <laughs> yeah, we don't know if they're joking about it. Or they're serious. That's the, that's the sad part. We... They did say we would hear I mean... about Bayonetta three later in the year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Kamiya, uh, Hideki Kamiya is like a giant troll in like the in like the gaming universe. Yeah. And and sometimes, I mean, I mean, he's the one that started the whole "Don't ask me for shit" T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So we don't know when he's serious and when he's joking. Sometimes, so it's kind of scary. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> jeez, I don't know. I I think, I mean, obviously the Switch is a hit. Obviously, it's it's yeah. great for Nintendo software and indies. I I mean, I like my Switch. I play it often. I'm actually playing Pikmin 3 right now on it. But, like, again, it's a Nintendo console, right? Like, we don't, like, mm-hmm. every time games come out, we talk about how they're coming to consoles and PC. And some people will say, why isn't it coming to Switch? And, like, we had this conversation a little bit on the Boss Rush podcast the other day. But it's just, like... Nintendo consoles are their own ecosystem. That I mean, yeah. let's be let's be real. Mm-hmm. Nintendo is about as niche as in the uh, in the console industry as Apple is niche to the PC industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's no other way to put it, and that's not and that's not trying to be insulting because uh, uh, for some strange reason, when I start talking about Nintendo, like people like people start like getting the the, the torches and the pitchforks and the shotguns and, and all this stuff because they think I'm just coming to like mm-hmm. to, like chop Nintendo's head off sometimes, and you know, yeah, sometimes I do be aiming for that jugular sometimes, but at the same time, you know, like let's be let's be real here. Nintendo has its own ecosystem because if Nintendo did not have its own ecosystem, then the, then the architecture for how games are developed would be the same across the board and games would come out to these to that system a lot as just as easy as it would xbox sony Mm -hmm. and pc Mm -hmm. hell i mean shit even linux platforms get some games that you know are on the other consoles it's crazy yeah i mean my thing my thing too right like the the, you just kind of said something like this around where like 
the architecture for the PlayStation and the Xbox platforms are so similar to PC that it's easy to kind of easier to port the games right and the switch is running on mobile architecture which is probably mm-hmm. infinitely harder to to downport yeah. right and that's why that's why saber that's why panic button that's why there's specialty teams that do that and that's why games come out you know 6 to yeah. 8 months later or in apex legends case 2 years later but yeah, the, SO, the SOC, the SOC that's that's powering the uh, the switch, it's powerful, but it's powerful for what the hardware is, you mm-hmm. know, uh, because it's mobile technology. Honestly, I have an Nvidia Shield TV, which basically is just like a Roku and all them other things like that. That chip that's in my Shield TV is the same thing that's in that switch. Mm-hmm. Is the exact same chip. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I wish so, that Nintendo didn't focus so much on selling that chip that hardware like i feel like that's if they had a problem which they clearly don't so did you, go fuck myself <laughs> did you guys see in the chat did you guys see in the chat the other day uh I, I like i saw a nintendo ad and i immediately went to like the chat and i was like hey did they just price drop the switch uh, yeah. the, the switch and then, um, and then before anybody could answer that, I looked at the ad, the article, the ad again, and then realized they were talking about the one ninety nine price tag was this was the Switch Lite, and I was like, oh, never mind, it's bad jargoning. Yeah, because it said it said it said own the Nintendo own the own the own the Nintendo family the family of Nintendo Switch system, starting at one ninety nine. I was like, wait, what? Did they just price drop this thing? Is this the is this the big thing that we've been waiting? This the big seismic shift that we've been waiting for? Like, no, no, they just. They just once again like messed up jargoning, mm-hmm. yeah, and had me looking stupid. <laughs> I I just don't know why I can't. I know why I can't. It's just let me play these games on other things other than like, I, I why can't I just play like Nintendo games on my phone? Like why doesn't Nintendo just have an app that I can play? Like even if it's just like the. The back catalog of the what's the Nintendo Online thing called? Nintendo Switch name? Online. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo uh, Switch Online. If I, if I could only oh, think the, of vir- the, the, vir- the virtual console is what they used to call it. Yeah, like like let me just like let me subscribe and play those things on my phone. Like I I feel like you could just get more people playing those things. I I like I'm sure there's a reason, and I'm dumb for thinking that. But the only other reason I can think of is that they want to sell the hardware. They, they make need, money on the hardware. They need a Game Pass version of classic software. I, for, they and they and they can put it on other consoles, is what I'm saying, or on phones. Mm-hmm. I can hear I can hear Ed's blood curdling in the in the chat right now, by the way. <laughs> I can hear it. Why? He doesn't he wouldn't like that? No. <laughs> he, Why? No. Uh, I, I know Ed, I know Ed's thing has been he'd rather have them do it based on indies than um uh, than their classics. Yeah. I mean that's a good idea too, right? But then, sure. yeah. But <laughs> Ed says I'm being good. <laughs> I'm being good. You don't have to. It's fine. Uh, but like I, that's my one thing about Nintendo. Like I get there was there was a time where Nintendo's quality control on things was important and made sense yeah. when it came to like yeah. the NES, the SNES. When it's just like you want to, we need to make sure that the the memory that you're using, like the the cards and the cartridges, like are are standards, and it helped produce better games, and it helped like the quality of games was much higher. But I feel like all of that really went out the window when the Wii came out because there was a lot of really bad games on the Wii. You know, like, 
you know, it's funny that Nintendo had such this high this high standard that they wouldn't even let developers put more than four games out a year on that system. And that's why you got shell companies, right? Like Konami Shell Company Ultra. They put out like they put out eight to ten games a year through yep. that, right? Because of their quality yep. control stuff. Yep. Which is insane to think about now because you get like ten to twelve games every five minutes on that system now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting like a new uh, like a new game on Nintendo <laughs> Switch's eShop. You you can't. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I I like the Switch for my Nintendo games. I'm going to be honest. I didn't play my Switch hardly at all last year. I tried to play Animal Crossing. Didn't get into it. I tried to play Paper Mario. Couldn't get into it. Tried to play the 3D collection. Couldn't get into it. And it's like, I I didn't play my Switch hardly at all last year, which was like, kind of, it kind of bothers me a little bit, but... Uh, I haven't touched mine since since we haven't been traveling or like moving or I go like into an off. I haven't been playing mine at all. Yeah, hasn't been touched. It's it's one of those things. Like I think for I and I I I can't really speak for you guys, but but I think this might kind of sum us up. Like uh like when the when the one game comes out that we know we're gonna play, we play it because Mm -hmm. I I like it. My my switch has been getting traction with uh with Fire Emblem. And it was getting traction beforehand with that with mm-hmm. Forgon, but Forgon Forgon got lucky because I could have easily gotten that on PC or PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. But, but I decided to put it on Switch because guess what? It, it's it's an indie title and it looks like it's made for a handheld Nintendo system. Yeah. Would do you think that there's? I know the answer to this, but do you think there's any chance that the like Nintendo comes out with a pro version of Switch, but it's not called a Switch or something else, but it's basically the opposite of a light where it's just like a Nvidia Shield, Apple TV, I, Roku box. I thought oh my about God. that. But... Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. What if they don't call it the Nintendo Switch, but they call it the Nintendo Dock? Docked. <laughs> but it's but it's not really a dock. I mean I, yeah. I feel like I feel like that the whole thing that they've been trying to do since the Super Nintendo is let you play your portable games on your TV, right? And like I feel like I feel like Nintendo is clearly a portable gaming system first. Yeah. And right. they the, and and yeah. I don't think you can I don't think you can revert away from the Switch now cuz this is what yeah, they've been no, trying no. to do for 30 years. And yeah, like, yeah, that's really what it is. Like, I mean, I think Nintendo saw a long time ago that their their real bread and butter was in the the handheld portable business. I mean, the Game Boy, the Game Boy might be considered, you know, an, uh, you know, an anomaly for them because they were still making hardcore consoles at the time. But by the time we got to the Game Boy Advance and mm-hmm. eventually the Nintendo DS, like it was, it it was. It was plain to see that they had a bigger focus on their handheld market, and that's also because mm-hmm. of the cult of the culture of gaming in Japan. Yeah. Honestly, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know, there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think I don't know. Maybe Nintendo is just romantic about the fact that that they that they want to have it both ways and have a console. But I mean, they need to. The uh, the Wii U was considered a, a universal failure for Nintendo, mm-hmm. you know, as a as a console and stuff like that. And we've seen we've seen some of the reports where, like, even Reggie was saying, like, it was a make or break. The Switch was the make mm-hmm. or break system for us. And you know, we're having debates now about whether you know, like, did does did Nintendo need the Switch to stay afloat? I don't think they need the Switch to stay afloat because they honestly would have just launched a whole new, brand new handheld. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, I mean, there was and, a, there and, was another handheld in development when the switch came out yeah. because, because yeah. they didn't know if it was going to succeed or not. And like, 
I've had this conversation with multiple people uh, that the Switch is actually like, I feel like the Switch is ultimately what they wanted the Wii U to be, right? Where it was like a portable system that you could play on your couch or you could play it on your TV. But this is just the full realization of what they wanted the Wii U to be. Um, and it's it's great. I wish it was a little bit more powerful. I, I hope whatever the Switch Pro is, is like a... It's more power. It doesn't need to be as powerful as the Xbox Series X. I would like it to be, but I, it's it's not going to be because it's going to be handheld first. But I would like it to have like 4K capability yep. for my nice TV. When I pull it out, I would like to not have a bezel around the screen. I would like to have. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't want the Joy Cons. I just want the Switch Lite form factor and just have it be one unit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want a real D-pad on my Switch. That's why I like the Switch Lite more than the Switch, actually, because of the D-pad and when I'm playing indies and platformers and stuff. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I want. I, you know, it's, you know, I, it's funny. The The last console that was on par, the last Nintendo console that was on par with, like, the, the other mainstream consoles was the GameCube because the mm-hmm. Wii was not on par with, with PS2 um, and, um, and yeah. Xbox 3 and Xbox. What? It was... Xbox, Game, yeah, it was X- GameCube, PS2, Xbox, Wii, PS3, yeah. 360. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah. Like it, when the Wii came out, we saw that there was a stagnation in in, in technology, in hardware technology for Nintendo. And yeah. and the sad part is, is like, is like if you, okay, if the Game Boy Advance was like the was like the more powerful version of the Super NES, then the um, then the Nintendo 3DS should have been like the more powerful version of the Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. It should have been, it should have been like you know, but 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 and then when the Wii comes out, the Wii looks like a the Wii looks like an update to the GameCube, and it was mm-hmm. kind of it was kind of jarring, mm-hmm. you know. Was, I'm like, I mean, there's that famous quote where they're like, "Yeah, the Wii is basically two GameCubes duct taped together." Right, that was like the famous quote <laughs> I, that came I, out of I, that. I'd never heard that one. I've yeah. never heard that one. Yeah, uh, I forget who said it, but yeah, it was like this famous famous quote from a developer that was like trying to develop games for all three systems at the time, and they just couldn't do it. And they're like, "Yeah, it's two GameCubes duct taped together. The 360 and the PS3 are infinitely more powerful." And that also led to Nintendo losing like its like its reputation with third party developers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like they had they yeah. had to work to get that back, and and I'll be honest with you, I still feel like they still they still have a little more work to do. Like more, I think the reason why more games come out on the on the Switch now and you know are on Nintendo platform is because it's not so much it's not so much that there's trust again in that. I think it's also the fact that we the economy is different. Mm-hmm. Like these companies have to, these companies need to make money. They, you know, all these projections and stuff. There's like, I, I think for a business, I think for a business to, if the business model thing is correct, I think a business has to be like one third more profitable than it was the previous year. Mm-hmm. For them to say that their 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 year was a success, you know, mm-hmm. it has to be more profitable by I think a third every year. Mm-hmm. So of course. People like EA, we're going to come back to the table. Konami, we're going to come back to the table. Capcom, we're going to come back to the table. You know, Take Two, you know, all those guys are going to come back to the table because guess what? They can't just ride the wave of they can't just ride the wave of Xbox and, and PlayStation players, gamers. They mm-hmm. can't. Mm-hmm. You know, especially especially with most of these guys don't even release on PC. You right. know, the PC market would welcome this stuff. You know, if they if they would port their stuff better. Yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna hit our last story, and then we're gonna then we're gonna get out of here. Joe, this one's for you. It's about nice. Halo. It's about the Master Chief Collection. 
Halo the Master Chief Collection is getting a, quote, new way to play, but no word on what that might be. Sources say it could be an epic game store version of the game. While the understated rumor is that Chief and Cortana may be headed their way to PlayStation, which actually almost happened in 2016. What do you what do you say to this, Joe? I I don't think I'm hesitant to say anything because I don't really know anything, but I think we're going to speculate wildly. The Epic Store version doesn't make it's it's the safer bet, but I feel like it's also not not anything that I would like announce because I feel like if you're playing on PC, you already have a way to play it that you probably just did. Like I don't I don't know how many new people having an Epic Store version would actually gain yeah. the Master Chief Collection. Mm-hmm. PlayStation, on the other hand, would be pretty pretty big be a pretty big deal mm-hmm. um that would be a whole new like i that would i mean i there's a very large number that i would imagine would be that the day that that comes out would download that game yeah i would rather it be playstation yeah or for the obvious reasons well there was uh, Riku- there was talk that they were actually talking about what it would take to put the master chief collection on playstation 4 in 20 like 2016 like they were they, yeah, those remember, conversations happened i remember hearing rumblings that they were going to put like a remastered version of combat evolved on ps4 i remember hearing that so mm-hmm. i mean with cross play i mean i feel like 343 already has done the hard work as far as getting cross play to work well right now um cross play already happens with certain things on xbox and playstation um I don't really see other than, I guess, a licensing issue, but they've run that cash cow has given them everything that it's going to give them for right now. They mm-hmm. already got everyone on PC. That's like, let's be honest. Like if you're going to buy it, like you have it. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. doubt that right now a sale on the MCC would really be like, Oh, it's on sale. Finally. It's, it's I don't know. It's, it's like $30 everywhere. I think for the most part, maybe it's more Yeah. Uh, for maybe on computer. Now it's 60, but like I feel like anybody that's going to buy it has it. Other people have Game Pass. You want a new market, you go with PlayStation. I mean, you, I guess you could go with Switch, but I doubt that that's going to run very well. Mm. Yeah. You know, while you while you speak about that, it's 40 bucks on, on sale. It's, it's on sale for 40 bucks right now at Steam. Yeah. Yeah. I I wonder what the numbers are as far as sales like every month, but I bet it's not I bet it was I bet I mean, if you games didn't, like that, you see a big spike, and then you see like kind of nothing. Yeah, but if you didn't, if you didn't buy it, right? Like you're playing it through Game Pass, right? Like that, that's the that's the draw of, of Game Pass, right? It's like, oh well, I didn't buy it, but it's on Game Pass, so I'll download and play it, right? Like I, I, I mean, I I own the Master Chief Collection, but I know a lot of people who just play it through Game Pass. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, if I'll be honest, if it comes out on PlayStation, I will buy it on my PlayStation just to play it on PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I like the idea of Master Chief Collection coming out on PlayStation, especially if they released it like six months before Halo Infinite to get people excited. And Halo Infinite does not come out on PlayStation. Yeah, it would be I mean, so great. Like, why not? Yeah, why not? I I really wish honestly they would that's that's good. That's 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 genius marketing though. It yeah, is. it's what Horizon did on PC, right? They released Horizon Zero Dawn on PC, and Horizon Two is coming out, right? Like that's I feel yeah, Horizon like, Two is going to be a PS4 and PS5. Yeah, Joe, like you said. It came out in what twenty four 
2015, right? 2015, I think. 2015? Yeah. Like you said, anybody who's who that cash cow is drained, right? They've got they've extracted all the money they can possibly extract on Xbox. 2014, you were right. November 11th, 2014. PC, right? People have either bought it on Steam or playing it through Game Pass. Mm-hmm. That cash cow's probably shrinking. What's yeah. the next thing? What's the next move? You put it on your competitor's console to advertise for your next game. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't see a problem with it. I think Xbox is making crazy moves all the time now that it's just not surprising. Why not? I would I would love it. I would love if Xbox became more of that. Like I don't I don't as an Xbox main console person, I have zero problem with any of the great games that are on Xbox going to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Like I still would prefer to if if there's any third party or first person I'm playing on my Xbox first and I'm playing on my PlayStation for basically the exclusives. Yeah. I mean that's that's what I'm yep. doing, right? Like I yep. I'll, I'll buy a PlayStation Five when there's an exclusive that I really want to play, right? At mm-hmm. this point, no, like, and mm-hmm. and Sony will have a lot of exclusives to fill up my console with. Like, yeah, I would say that's not like it's not like it's sitting collecting dust necessarily, but like I I think it makes sense. I want more people. I want more people to play <laughs> Halo. Yeah, I don't see a problem with it. Yeah, I don't either. Especially, especially like if Halo Infinite is the is the exclusive version. That's how you get people into the Xbox ecosystem, right? You make them log into Xbox Live through PlayStation, right? Like, I think that I think that's like the big, that's like the big thing for Sony though. Is like we don't want people logging into another account, even though I guess you have to with Minecraft now, right? Like, yeah, Minecraft would be like, or unless it's EA, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> they have they have a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, honestly, it goes back to what I was saying earlier about Nintendo. Like when when these companies need to like push profits, like stuff like this happens. So I mean, I'm not I don't I you know I don't even know why you know like uh, like Horizon came out on PC, but chances are it was it was to push profits or it was to get more it was to get more you know notoriety for the for the series, given that the PS5 was going to be dropping soon and that the next game was on the way mm-hmm. on the horizon. Per se, if you the trend of the next blip in an IP happening is getting tighter and tighter because the amount of data that we're able to collect and get real-time updates is also happening faster. Yeah. Remember yeah. when movies used to be in theaters forever? Yeah, like three or four because months. Because they, they, could, they could collect revenue from that, and it was harder to get, I'm sure, those statistics. But now that they know, it's like, oh, this movie's been in the theater for three weeks. We already have like the digital content ready. We'll do a release two weeks after that, and we'll have another blip, and we'll probably recoup our money. Games are happening, I'm sure, the same way. Look at the exclusivity yeah. of releases. Uh, Death Stranding was on PlayStation. It was PlayStation exclusive, and then the time yeah, it for it to go on PC it, I, was very short. I think mm-hmm. it was like six. I think it was, it was like six seven months. months. It was six months. It was six months. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. sure that was it was very calculated to be like we know people will buy it. And here. also that and game we is get a second wave here. That game is rumored to be a two year exclusive to PlayStation. It, it it might come to Xbox at some point too. So I mean not that I, I would know. I would love for it to play it on like a powerful console. Did that get like a PlayStation five update? It 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 just got an update uh, a couple of weeks ago. I might play it now 
that it's got if it has an update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still I'm still trying to figure out do I should I get it for PS PlayStation and you know give the give the unit sale to Sony or should I get it on PC because I apparently like... apparently it sold it sold super well on PC. As a matter of fact, the PC sales like actually made it a, a bona fide hit, which yeah. is crazy because apparently PlayStation gamers did not understand it. Well, the, I, mean, I feel like the mod scene for that game is crazy too. Yeah. Oh, I haven't even looked at mods for that. <laughs> but also, like, I would imagine if you just have a machine that can run it more efficiently. Yeah, like, of course. Of course. Yeah. The end of my PlayStation 4 is, I had a PlayStation 4 Pro, and the end of its lifestyle, or end of its lifespan, like, for my life with it, it didn't die. But, like, I can tell you games were really loud to play. Yeah. Mm. I had it in a closet, like, behind my TV. I had, like a like, a media space back there. And I could hear my walls like rumble when I would play like Horizon and stuff, and be like, "Oh no!" Yeah, Mm. we had to take like we had to take the uh, you know how some of the furniture comes with like the cardboard backs on the (laughs) on the wooden furniture that you have to like staple on because it's just like, "Oh, we don't Mm want to see you through." We had to like take that off of our of our (laughs) stand because it it was overheating. And there was nowhere for the air to escape. The, yeah. You kick it out like an action hero, like kicks out a windshield. Yeah. Like, I gotta <laughs> make more air. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm all for Master Chief Collection coming everywhere. I, I would like to see I'd, that. I'd welcome it. Yeah. I'd welcome it. Yeah. Mm, um, I'm probably going to, I'd probably game pass it, but I mean, that's just because I know this, this the games like this, like, will perform exceptionally well on pc so you know i probably game pass it but uh but i i definitely welcome it and i tell i tell all the playstation gamers i know that who who did not want to go through the hassle of buying an xbox and you know didn't want to spend the money on getting a, a decent pc like get, get it on playstation yeah I, I would yeah i uh can tell you that if you haven't played it on pc or uh like a series x at like 120 hertz or like a high frame rate it is uh, dude i played amazing. it i i pl- i I remember when I got my Series X and I was waiting for Destiny to download. The first game I played was Master Chief Collection and I turned it on because my TV uh I had it on on 1440p 120 frames a second cuz my monitor wasn't here yet. And by the way, this monitor 4K 120 frames a second and just like my eyes are bleeding. Uh is it beautiful? Oh god, it's amazing. But I was playing it at 120 <laughs> frames a second. It feels like a different game. Like it it feels like you're playing a different game. It does. So it really does. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's so good. Especially because, like, Halo, all the Halo games from 360 are backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. So when you do side-by-side comparisons of those games with the Master Chief Collection ver- versions, it's like, this. it's funny. It's it's laughably mm-hmm. different. But think, think about the fact that those games are how old... And they're like perfectly preserved, I would say, for the most. And I would say that, and me being a Halo fan, the Halo community can be a little toxic sometimes. There are a lot of people that argue no. that the game has been ruined in a <laughs> lot of ways. Uh, I would argue the opposite. And just the fact that, like, you can still play the games, they play how you remember them and not how they were. Mm-hmm. And it's like every game that, like, should be like that. Like, all the Mario games should be like that. I mm-hmm. should be able to play every mario game on my nintendo mm-hmm. or why why don't i why why is that not a thing i mean that i mean that's what xbox is trying to do though right is making sure their games are preserved at least in in yeah i hope a lot of x at least xbox one games get 
optimized for series the Series X and just like so we can move forward because like I I'm playing on my Series S right and the, the optimized games run great look great play great the backwards compatible stuff sucks I tried to play yeah. I tried to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey the other day oh my god it's awful because it's running the yeah. Xbox it's running the Xbox Z, uh, One S version of it. It it Wait, runs far... it runs sub thirty. It's probably running at like not even ten eighty p. How far how far back is the backwards compatibility for for the Xbox right Every, now? All generations. OG. Oh, wait wait wait. So you tell me I, right now I could spend two hundred bucks and play Jet Set Radio Future. Yes, because it's I ten bucks. You, you can't buy it. Need... You can't buy it through the Xbox Series Store or the Xbox One Store, but you can go on Xbox.com. And buy it through the 360 marketplace, and it is backwards compatible for ten bucks. I do not need to spend two hundred dollars just to play a ten dollar game. Yes, you do. <laughs> make it make Good. sense. I, I, I mean, you know, you know, this is this is the Murphy's Law for LeBron when it comes to gaming. The moment I break down and buy the thing that I've been wanting to play for like forever, it price drops or a port happens to a more convenient system for me. And then, you know, I look like an absolute jackass, like, you know, or you can buy the games and then two weeks later they show up on game pass. Like (laughs) that too. That too. Like I bought fire emblem three houses and and like, and two weeks later it dropped to $30. And I was like, I, and and my whole campaign was, I'm not going to spend full price for a game that, you know, has been out for over a year and it's still 60 bucks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I bought that Indiana Jones game. Like that original, yeah. like after it was announced, like they were, like that was after it was announced that they were making a new one, and I bought it. I'm like, sweet, I'm gonna play this original one. I'm, I might play it on stream. Literally two weeks later, it's on Games with Gold. <laughs> so now I'm sitting here, like now when it comes to Nintendo titles, I'm sitting here, like, do I buy it and launch, or do I just wait for like seven years until it finally price drops to buy it? Or well, you run that risk too of like, oh, well, it could go on sale, but it could also price hike to like two hundred dollars for the copy. Because like, if you try to oh, fi- yeah. if you try to fi- <laughs> if you try to find Fire Emblem for GameCube or Wii, it's like over a hundred dollars, and the GameCube one's like over two hundred dollars if you want to find yeah. it used. Yeah. So. Huh, maybe I need to put maybe I need to put this uh this 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 uh original version of Soul Calibur that I have on sale for the GameCube. Hmm. You should. It's the mini case. It's the mini case edition too. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Well, guys, that's all the uh, that's all the news we have. We have been going for almost three hours, <laughs> which is fine. Hey. Like I like the long form shows. I don't mind doing that, especially if we're going to be live streaming these on Twitch. Like, but yeah. Is there anything else anybody wants to talk about or say before we uh, head on out? Hey, just the fact that we that we all have the same dress code today is black shirt. <laughs> you got you got sleeves and I got a V, so they're all slightly different, but it's very very close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we're like the we're like the the boy band that matches, but everything's just a little bit different, so you can yeah, tell which one of us so is apart. There's different personality. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who's the bad boy? Uh, is you the V neck? Yeah. Oh, it's the bad. Does it's that just... mean I'm bad? I mean, yeah. I mean, you show, you you okay, showing probably, off. Let me pull out one chest hair. <laughs> I was about to say you showing off all you showing off all the collarbone. By Emperor Palpatine. Oh God. <laughs> God. Uh. Anyways, I want to thank everybody for watching here on Twitch.tv/slash Corey and HD. Remember, we're here every Sunday night live 
some form of people will be joining me on on Sunday nights. You know, you can find the show on podcast services on Thursdays, I think. That's the goal. Uh, you can also watch it on YouTube and the segments broken out. Laron, where can we find you? Uh, social media. You can find me at Exodus803, E-X-O-D-U-S-803, um, and twitch.tv slash Exodus803. Uh, Exodus yep. Joe, where can we find you? Go to facebook.com slash angrydadsstreaming. Yes. Check it out. And you can find me at I am Corin HD on Twitter. Corin HD on Twitch. I would really appreciate you to follow, subscribe, share, rate, review this show wherever you find it. You can also find my personal website at CorinHD.com. You can also find me running the Boss Rush Network at BossRushGames.com. I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening. Until next week, we love you. Goodbye. Later.